Welcome to Podcast World Order. We are PWO. I am your host, Matt. We have Japanese deathmatch legend D. White. Matt's like, the, the mic's got turned away from you. So oh, no. Huh? I'll just go in between the two. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk into Jeff's here real quick. Sorry, guys. We're, oh, the voice I'm a little bit slower. Oh, he, is, he has finally arrived. This is a... Uh, oh, my... <laughs> and just and like now that, we're an explicit show. <laughs> we now have to make an apology video. Uh, nah, we're nah. Getting, getting my heel I don't back. apologize. <laughs> we're actually breaking cave. <laughs> so we are very much breaking cave. We're, we're back. Uh, I'm your host Matt, Japanese deathmatch legend D White, the best there is, was, and ever will be, Jeff Hall, and our man in the box tonight. We have Ben from Colorado. I and am the All-American Enforcer, and you know it. Mm-hmm. We had the point where we're just merging I don't, I don't know that all of the nicknames. So, should I start with the good news? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to start with the good news. We have a special guest tonight. Um, Is there bad news? Right here. We can't have the actual Rey Mysterio because <laughs> he is suspended for uh, 30 days. So. Okay. Um, uh, here. I'll introduce or set it up, and you finish it up, okay? Okay. Because we had a we had a friend of the show actually inform us that FOS, a friend of the show, yeah, FOS, uh, informed us that uh, they got tickets just for us for a Sunday night performance this week in Baltimore, uh, Ring of Honor show. Yes. Free tickets, if you didn't know. Um, it's free for the rest of you guys too. But uh, now, nah, when when he sent us the tickets, he sent us a little something else. Uh, yeah. Ben, if you would like to. Yeah, so me, uh, me and Dwight are getting. This is a shoot right now. Me and Dwight actually have no shoot. idea what's yeah. about to happen. Uh, so, so, our uh, friend of the show uh, sent us the show, some Nick nice posters. Signed them for us too. Yep. Oh, and uh, wanted that. to make sure that Podcast World Order is going to be their Ring of Honor this weekend Holy in Baltimore. A, you know, that's a national treasure. Hey, um, right there, Nick Aldis. That is the national uh, treasure, uh, Nick. We got him kind of <laughs> Matt, you better hit that wide shot angle. World's heavyweight wrestling yeah. champion. Yeah, friend um, of the show. Ten pounds of gold. Um, sweet Charlotte for all those who are living under a rock. Friend of the New show. Feature, guys. He, he signed. <laughs> friend of the show. He signed him. Sent him to us. Yeah. He wanted us to know. He wanted us there in Baltimore this weekend. Yeah. So. We're going to do what we can, because you know you never disappoint Nick Aldis. Never. But uh, national treasure. You know, if PWO's going to be there, you should be there. Baltimore. Yes. Jeff, you want to finish uh, the plug here for the Baltimore show? You got more of those details <coughs> for me? Um, yes, it is going to be a free show. Now, I've attended uh, more free shows than I can um, <laughs> count, um, but never a Ring of Honor free show. So I'm actually surprised. Um, there is a good card, there's some good matches, and we should have, uh, we got Nick Aldis, and he should be having a little dust-up or something going on with uh, um, God, what, uh, Marty Squirrel. So that should be very, very, very interesting. Yeah. Woo-woo. 
No, yeah, it's going to be a great show. I mean, if you haven't seen what Ring of Honor's got going on, uh, Bandito alone is worth driving to Baltimore, yep. in my humble opinion. Uh, and one, once again, uh, enough word that our good friend, friend of the show, Nick Aldis, is going to be there. Yes. So you should be there. That's right. Nick Aldis, I think in this, he's going to be teaming up with Roosh. Taking on... It is uh, pronounced Rush it is in America. How dare you? It is definitely, you racist person, it is pronounced Rush in uh, Espanol. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm from Colorado. I know. Uh, Which uh, is also a Spanish word. I, 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 I know how to uh, speak the Spanish. I thought it was well, Colorado. Well, so it's going to be Nick Aldis and Rouge. <laughs> I'm getting over tonight, guys. It's happening. Yeah, versus PCO and Marty Squirrel. Yeah. And so that's... I mean, this, this it's pronounced Pico and uh, Scarl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyway, this guy. We uh we got we got s- uh, some good content for you tonight. Yes, we did. But real quick, we're gonna give you our quick recap of the week. Um, for Raw, we already posted most of the results and uh, general opinions to the Facebook page earlier this week. So if you'd like to see those opinions, mm-hmm. check out the Facebook page. Like wink, it, wink, nudge, nudge, and subscribe, and tell your friends to follow the Facebook page. Share our stuff. Um, yeah, I'll I'll just zoom it into the sh- its show wasn't awful. It was worth watching. Uh, Ricochet cannot cut a promo. Sorry. No. 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 Um, and is it just the scripted promos he's getting as bad, uh, yes, or do you think it's yes. he well, can't? We'll never yes. know. But we'll but, never know. But I'm gonna go with yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fair enough. But Boy Scout 101. Host the show, Matt. I am. Okay. I am. Yeah. I'm doing all of it. Gosh, so as you've already, Ed looks really normal now. Does <laughs> he? He's got or, that Colorado haze. He's got the, yeah, I gave him some Colorado <laughs> <skin tone. laughs> it took a fil- It took a filter to make him look normal, but that's okay. So, it's all good. So up the contrast a lot. <laughs> your, your big moments from Raw, you had Ruby Riot return and attack Liv Morgan. Um, kind of a weird comeback. But hey, I'm I'm just happy to see our girl Ruby back. Yeah. Um, and as already kind of discussed, we have Ricochet won a triple threat match, and he will face Brock Lesnar at Blood Money Two: The Technical Malfunction Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, our quick. Isn't that Blood Money Three though? I don't. It's know. like Blood Money Four. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Because they had <laughs> Greatest Royal Rumble. Last we'll CM Punk, We're getting... I think he has an opinion on it. Okay. We're getting well, he, Fast he and Furious numbers out of this. <laughs> But, uh, Just remember, The Rock isn't going to be in Fast and Furious 9. No, but John Cena is. It's pronounced John Cena. Do, 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 That's uh, Cena in Spanish. So, <laughs> it's pro- and it's Juan <laughs> Chena. Yeah. Oh, Lord. It's Portuguese. All right, anyway. So, <laughs> our, our NXT results oh, of the else. week. Angel Garza defeating Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic defeated Killian Dane via pinfall. Keith Lee comes out and says he's going to accept Dijakovic's match at Portland, North American title. Uh, Mercedes Martinez defeated Casey Catanzaro by pinfall. Good debut. Jordan Devlin looks incredible, defeats Tyler Breeze. Yeah. That match took too long, but go ahead. I yeah. agree. Uh, good. We had the Bel Air Charlotte Ripley promo. Um, it, it's going to turn into Charlotte versus NXT, isn't it? Well, here, well, here's the thing. If you think of NXT... It's good, um, whatever it is, going to be a triple threat. Beyond... Do we so? talk about going up or down now? Is that what we do? Or we just go over? I'm not Sideways. sure. Sideways. Well, okay, well, if we say that, um, <coughs> you're going to have to go down the NXT roster 
a long ways. Like beyond the top people like the Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, um, Becky Lynch, you know, but beyond that, if you take that next tier, NXT is so much better than the rest of the women's roster on both main rosters. So yeah, uh, anything to get those people up there, we, yep. we can, let's do it. Seriously though, and, and honestly, we're probably except get some for of the... Casey Catanzaro. Yeah. Well, she's been gone for like a year now, I think maybe. I don't know. She's been Did on excursion. Did you know she's dating Ricochet? Well, let's not worry about what Ricochet is. is doing with his finger yeah. there. That's uh, <laughs> or at least they used to be dating. So I think they still are. I, I'm pretty sure they still are, but I haven't checked. Um, their we had is she racist? Champa. Oh, that's his other ex-girlfriend. <laughs> we had Champa, Matt Riddle, and Peter Doon defeat the undisputed era via disqualification. And then we got. Did the you like the? Did you like the? The Bruiser Weight Mobile or no, whatever. No, when called? he said Bobby Fish, how many fish can Bobby Fish fish? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, was yeah. like, that's yeah. ah, so you funny. Riddle bigger fish to fry. <laughs> that was a good. That was some. That's good stuff. I love that guy. Uh, but can we quickly there's... talk about the Bruiser Weight Mobile? I loved that. I hate Matt Riddle, but I love the fact that he is driving a golf cart with Bruiser Weight on the front of it with the. Uh, uh, trophy in the back. It was the it was the slacks with the dress shirt tucked in with no shoes. Oh my god, you nasty son I, of a bitch! I, I'm I like him so much. I, there's something I, about Riddle that I just cannot get behind. I want Pete Dunne to break every bone in Matt Riddle's body. I I want it so bad. Start with each oh finger Riddle individually. I just just I just can't get it. I just, uh, yeah, get it. he's great. I'm not gonna give. I'm giving him that. He's great in ring. I just can't do his personality. Him as a person is annoying to me. Well, yeah, I'm just going to say, like, it takes a lot to pull off that. It, no, it, I, the, think of this, all right, and I'm always the old school person. He's kind of what Rob, like Rob Van Dam should have been. Like, yes, they should have kept yeah. him like that. Because that was ECW Rob Van Dam. Yeah. The whatever, whatever. And then when he goes out and has these awesome, brutal. He's matches. not doing anything wrong. He's great. Right. What he's doing is great. It's just, just not for me. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not for me. Um, and last, but most definitely not least, the dream is back. D R E A M is the Velveteen Dream coming back out, beating up the rest of Undisputed Era. He's got to get a match at Takeover, right? Does he get Roddy? Uh yeah, probably. It's, it's looking that way. Won't that? That's like that would add an extra match, and then because I will never have... complain about more NXT. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying it with the time. You know, they have their format of. Uh, I'm sure your three probably, title matches yeah, sure for your men's, your women's title match, and then a random feud match. They've allotted the time. Which is going to be oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ciampa Balor. That's or not Ciampa Balor. Gargano, Gargano Balor. Okay. Um, but that's a uh, quick little tidbit there on NXT. We're going to move on to AEW real quick. Moxley defeats Ortiz, takes an eye of Santana. Um, great commentary work here, I felt. Yeah. Um, good on JR for... And it stopped there. Yeah, but good on Jr. for uh, burying Moxley for doing the exact same thing Jericho did. That's yep. how you got to keep that anti-hero thing alive. Yep. Uh, SCU defeated the best friends, and then the Dark Orders attack. I like it. Yep, want more of it. Um, yeah, we'll say best friends. You know, some people that don't like hate on them. Um, dude, those guys are. I mean, they they work well as a tag team. They really do. Even since they were in, uh, in New Japan. Um, I would do. I would like to see some of Orange Cassidy's stuff he did on the Indies, where he actually can wrestle. Yeah, well, they, they let that yeah. happen. Uh, also, Ryan in the comments pointed this out, and I was unaware of this and just double checked it. There are six matches currently for uh, Portland 
That's what, that's what I was. That's literally just why I said it was like there, that would be like seven matches, and can they uh, do that? I'm but okay that, with it. But that's okay. Um, I'm sorry, Dwight. I love you anyway, Ryan. I'm out in Colorado and we can't hear you very well. No, it's so. right. it wasn't you, Ben. It was Ryan. Ryan's, you know, he needs to pay attention. Um, well, no, because they're on a the, the time delay. You're this. on a time delay. Well, my apologies to Ryan then. God, I'm a freaking baby face today. Screw you, Ryan. No one knows. We're going over. Yeah. Here. Uh, <laughs> Yuga Sakazaki <laughs> defeated <laughs> Britt Baker. White me, baby face. <laughs> For those of you who are listening via audio podcast, Japanese deathmatch legend here trying to put over a Mysterio. Well, you know. <laughs> He's making now, the chop. Now, I wait, got wait, two wait. words for this you. Is, this is off topic, but it has to be said. Did you guys know that this was made to actual size? <laughs> that's, that's, no, that's not fun. That's, that's not I'm fun. just saying. Actual size. <laughs> Look, man, he's bad. Look, no wonder he had to use HGH. <laughs> Uh, Allegedly. <laughs> Yuka Sakazaki defeated Britt Baker. Britt Baker gives her a tooth extraction by uh, curb stomping her when her mouth's on the rope. Um, this is probably the best look of Britt Baker. Um, people really like this. Britt Baker, man. I- I'm hoping we see... I mean, she's awful. This That spot was great, but she's awful. I just want to see her be better than she is. Well, for you, for you, someone connected to Adam Cole. You, you can want in one hand and shit in the other. Well, this is not, yeah, <laughs> this is just further proof. Uh, AJ Lee said this on, yes. on TV. Uh, wrestling talent, not sexually transmitted. Didn't work for the Bellas, not working here. Nope. Well, well and also, well, I mean, the Bellas, they're, I mean, their stepdad. It's not really about blood, but... But um, well, they're, they're better stuff workers. Stuff than Cena, was like Brian. Uncle, their step uncle was one of the Road Warriors. But anyway, I do, uh, uh, whatever. I, I was gonna say that with with Britt Baker though, I do think she's she's getting some of the heel work from you know. Yeah. Oh man. They get some tips on how to make we people got an hate angry you. Face. Who gave us an angry face? Why Ben? <laughs> ben hating us all the way over in Colorado. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just I want I just want hey, more ben. from her. Um. <laughs> uh. Up next, as uh, Drew in the. Co- Comments is mentioning, we're going to lose a friend of the show by continuously degrading Ray. You're talking about Nick Aldis? Nick. No, man, Nick Aldis is... No. That dude's a national treasure. <laughs> Ray is going to be, not be a friend of the show. Oh, okay. Ray is going to get punted into the... Uh, <laughs> we're putting him over. He's, he's, this is the only way he's going to be on TV for the next 30 days. True, and he, it's the actual okay, size, so yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Really, we're giving him more airtime than he deserves. Right. I'm not burying people today. No. This is the like this is the day I go over. I apologize. So we got uh, the butcher, the blade, and the lucha bros uh, defeated the elite following some. I know some people may not have cared for the match, um, but I think the best part about all of this was the character work of Hangman refusing to tag in the Young Bucks. Then they mm-hmm. built on this furthermore with the backstage segment just. Can't, I can't wait. The pitcher of beer was awesome. Oh, that's <laughs> that's, that was a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> a, that's, they're really doing well with that. Um, Kip Sabian defeated Joseph Janela uh, following a roll-up with the tights and a distraction of Janela knocking over Penelope Ford. Um, I enjoyed this. Kip Sabian always deserves more screen time. This is maybe the best Janela match we've had where he doesn't throw himself through something. Um, yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah, and then we had the lashings, the ten lashings. Um, 
Oh, that's this is how you do a feud, and it's gonna it's gonna roll right into what we're talking about tonight. Uh, but this is how you do it. You know, it's we've seen so many feuds over the last ten years, supposed feuds, especially in WWE, that start at the end of this pay per view and they go to the next pay per view, oh, and months. that's it. Yeah. Or or from SummerSlam to Survivor Series yeah. or Survivor Series to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and it's like it's big pay per view to big pay per view right. or. This, week just by think, week. Just think about yeah. this. This basically the build started before AEW started when you had MJF was the protege of mm, Cody yeah. and, you know, and it's like the, and then of course we saw the heel turn. It got teased a couple times and then there's a, and this is a long story and this leads to a blow off match. Yes. That uh, we people will pay well, money. Well, to well there's a there's a uh, people some people don't even aren't going to understand what a blow off match is Dwight, but you are correct. Mhm. Again, like I said, and like we talked about a while ago, knowing what's going to happen isn't always a bad thing if it's done correctly. Yes. Right? That's a part of professional wrestling as well. Yeah. Yes. And this has been done correctly all the way through, and no no surprise to me or, or to certain people that it's not. I mean, it's Cody Rhodes. If he's booking himself, he's fine. Mm-hmm. And he's done everything right since he's been in AEW and did everything right, ever, ever, you know, even when he left WWE. Um but again, like you know, great stuff by Cody. This is going to be great. Um, it's a. This know. is very much better than anything political. Right. True. Professional well, wrestling is better than politics. Uh, We've established uh, that always. over the past yeah. few days. Yeah. So, um, I want to. I want to add too. I mean, is there a bigger baby face in wrestling right now than than Cody Rhodes? I mean, no, really? No. It's not. I mean, no. there is, think about it. I mean, on WWE, I mean, maybe Becky Lynch. Um, you know, know but, Becky but Lynch is really. getting booted now. I, right, I, I do so it pretty regularly. You know, in pro wrestling, Cody is the top babyface, right? Yeah, now. yeah, and he's not doing any like you're not looking at his work thinking like, man, he's trying to get himself over. No, he's over. Right, hundred percent. That's just 100%. what it is. All right, let's... he's great, um, and everything about this, we're getting uh, just a great, great rivalry out of this. I really. I'm hoping that this isn't the end of it, honestly, at, at Revolution. I wanted to kind of keep going, but had that feeling. I don't know. Uh, did the did the, the Wardlow, did that, did, did you wince when you heard that? Because that sounded like a yes. crack of lightning when he hit Oh, my God. And Just, he, like, he followed through and everything. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. I, I will say this, all right. Uh, someone put it out there that, like, they, they asked Cody if the uh, lashings was going to be too violent for their child to watch on Twitter, um, and uh, but th- but, yes. but that that's a bullshit question anyway. It's, it is. It's not Cody Rhodes. Uh, it's not AEW's um, or said wrestling pro- oh, no. promotion to decide whether your kid can watch something. No, and <laughs> Cody Cody gave a good diplomatic response. Right. I couldn't. He's not anybody's parents. But MJF responded <laughs> and said. You're damn right it's got to be violent. Yeah. Put him to bed early. And it, I was like, all right. right. All right. And 100%. just seeing, seeing Cody. You saw us immediately. Ugh. And I'm pretty sure, I hope that was a legit fan going after MJF. I really That I, Wardlow put down. I, put that, yeah, I hope it was, too. Because that's the kind of, you know, we haven't seen that kind of stuff happen in a no, long and, time. And, and Since we a real fan. Yeah, yeah and we uh, won't because... That era of stuff is dead, and that's fine. But it's, but it's nice to see. God, it's nice to see and refreshing to see some mm-hmm. good old school um, heel work slash um, in actual angle. 
a real oh, yeah. angle. Yes. Not a program or no an angle. Well, well, you, it was the the build up to a match at a pay per view, right? Mm-hmm. No, this is two guys who have, you know, who eventually will fight yes. in a match yes. at a pay per view. And guess what? Barring the lashings, mm-hmm. no one's touched anybody. Right. It's great. I, I don't it's great. like, and this is you why don't need it. you don't need like schmazes and run-ins are fine. They're, that's cool. You need those. But you don't need them every time you're trying to get an angle across. Because then when you start doing run-ins, they don't matter right. anymore. Mm-hmm. And they made ten lashes take like twenty minutes. Like it's great. And I it's was great. gripped the whole time. Remind me when when I get to this one about mm-hmm. that. Because uh, I I don't we had so much we want to talk about. We're gonna run out of time if we don't start now. Right, let's no, do it. But well, let's not. tie it in. Yes. Hey, uh, hey, uh, wrestling god, do, do we have? We got PWO there, there Dark tonight. There are no time limits on this okay. match. So th- this is no holds barred tonight. No holds barred. We're going one fall to a finish, baby. Yep. I love it. This is no TV time remaining. No TV time remaining. So we're talking about what could potentially be one of the greatest rivalries of 2020. I think we should spend the rest of our day here talking about the greatest rivalries in professional wrestling. According to us. Uh, according to us. And, and I'd like to go and point this out. These are just some of the ones that we have gone through. We have... Handpicked the ones we want to talk about today. Maybe if this gets enough likes and interest and subscribers and more podcast followers, we'll come back and do it again. Uh-oh. Ratings on iTunes. Ratings. Yes. And reviews. Rate like us. Five-star reviews. We need all that. Yes. I'm plugging it tonight, boys. I'm sorry. I might be obnoxious, but hopefully for those watching, you can see me make you're a fool putting of yourself over, I mean, what's, Matt. That's what's, what we do. What's the rule around here? <laughs> That's right. You ain't getting over unless you put yourself over. Yeah. Uh, right. So I have a controversial one that I kind of want to put out first. Uh-oh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Um, if He's going to do this. I'm going to. I'm just going to say... This might turn into a shoot, so go ahead. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Uh, let me go, I, just go ahead, because I, I, I think I know exactly what you're going to start I'm, with. Yeah. Um, this might be... Uh, yeah, you so, know. So, greatest feuds, rival... Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, this is going to be a more controversial pick, uh, and maybe this is a personal pick, mm-hmm. but just a brief background. I started watching wrestling around 07, 08. So, for me, what... Rivalry encapsulated that era of wrestling better than Cena Orton. <laughs> no one, no right. one, the quiet. Uh, in WWE. Yeah, in WWE. Oh, okay. You, um, you can make the argument uh, of one other person, but that's about all. Yeah. Go, go ahead, man. Yeah. Go ahead. This uh, is your let, time. I'm going to let you talk. Okay. But so. This isn't Ben's fault. You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, no. Yeah, it's not. But, Ben, do you? Yeah. Stand behind uh, it. Yeah. Uh, so, we looked up some information on the two of these guys, and they've had... Oh, so it's collusion. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, just help, I just help with research. That's yeah. what I do. He was Seth just helping me with a little bit of research. Uh, By proxy. As <laughs> Jeff and Dwight, we all know, you guys are the old school wrestling historians. Uh, and I haven't been able to... Keep up as well with modern day wrestling. And there is nothing wrong with that. Ben, yeah. You don't got to explain yourself. No. Nope. Uh, but from what was the stat? Like 02 to 2014? Uh, yes. Uh, they had wrestled about 
350 times or something like that. 315 times. Yeah. Oh, it was, Lord. and that was just matches that included them, and it wasn't necessarily just one-on-one matches. For more background information on that, that was capped at 20, uh, 2014. Yeah. So that's not including... Well, well they, they've always been, like, yeah. coming out of OVW, kind of like... One, yeah, not not named Brock Lesnar, but one A and one B. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about that too is the that ones. that uh, came to came to light before their Hell in a Cell match in 2014. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So so that's not even the rest of 2014. Like that's just where they stopped in like no, October the, of 2014. The, so the Genesis. Considering where that number is probably at today. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this goes all the way back to OVW and when they both first started working out. Uh, we want to kind of include one match tonight uh, that encapsulates that uh, feud. And for me, the match that encapsulates this rivalry is definitely the TLC unification match. Uh, that kind of was the big point in WWE where they were kind of going away for me uh, from that brand extension to kind of coming together. So that was, that's mine. You guys have anything to add? Yeah, I do. He didn't even wait. He didn't wait. Besides our own Japanese deathmatch legend, <laughs> does anybody have anything wait, else wait, to add? Can I, can I add one thing before you rip well, this to I'm shorts? not going to rip it. I'm just, I got one comment. That's all. It's, it's I really... And this is not even me. This is a shoot right here. That's when I turned WWE off. I was sick of John Cena. Oh, yeah. And I was sick of Randy Orton. Uh, I was yeah. like, I, and, and I liked it, like when the evolution stuff was mm-hmm. down yeah. with it. And it was just like, uh, how many more times can I watch this? And yeah. I, not to cut in, and I know I'm being a homer, but like, this is why when CM Punk started doing his thing, he was the guy to break up all this bullshit. Am I wrong, Dwight? No, 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 nobody's no, saying you're no. wrong. Uh, all the. Uh, they, the two of them have main evented one on one, twenty different pay per views. The, 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 and Dwight, you're right. This this is the time where Cena just, I mean, he just was running through every. I mean, like, oh, yeah. uh, like a bad batch of tacos. It was it was. I mean, just it, going through everything. It was a replay of Hogan. It was like mm-hmm. you know they were just they were they were creating heels. For him to beat, oh, and, yeah. well, and, and it was, and, and then you started getting the other the, the blowback stuff where people were like booing Cena and yeah. things like. I wish they would have turned him heel, but um, you know, he will. He was a. It would have been brilliant, but hey, man, I didn't do it. So I'm just gonna say, when you identified that, I was like, yeah, that's when I turned off WWE. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm gonna say this, and and God, I've worked so hard to get over today that I'm about to ruin all credibility. Um. In that time span that we had that entire Orton Cena feud that essentially went for like seven years. I mean, it never really ended. There was no real blow off. That's still going on today. Could yeah, be. to a degree. Um, any blood, moment blood money, that baby. any moment Cena comes back, there's an easy feud with Orton right there. Just like with Edge that we're seeing oh, right now. Orton and Cena are, are the default um, go-to yeah. heel face. Well, we don't know what to do, so... Have Orton and Cena, or but Cena win. Here is here is where I'm going to give this to them. In that time period, when you had Brock Lesnar walk out of the company, Stone Cold was leaving. You had Trips still being the man. You had Sean still being the man. Um, Rock's r- making movies. Yeah, Rock left and made movies. 
I mean, at this point, there's no star of the you, show. You can't just leave it. So, Rock left and made movies. He made history. Well, look, Rock's the future president of America. I'm, I'm with it. Oh, I, God, I think hey, it's gonna happen. God is putting over the Rock right now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. as if he needed to help. Look, yeah, right. yeah. there, there's a reason why the Rock is the man of the decade for like the past three decades to me. Well, let me, cause can we segue into mine now? Yeah, my first go for one. It. Oh, okay, and my first one is gonna be sort of the opposite. <laughs> like they did not have a crap ton of matches, and that's not ni- mid late nineties, Taz and Sabu in ECW, and and that was a that was a a period of time where Taz cut promos on Sabu for a year and Sabu wasn't even on ECW television. No. Nope. He was out of the company. He's cutting promos on him for a year. Okay. Now, what it ended, if you, if you look in, into it, th- there were, there were the, the ECW guys. Like, there was, there was, you know, Paul Heyman's guys. There was Tommy Dreamer. There was Taz. There was Bubba Ray Dudley. And they were kind of the office there. Yeah. And so you had... The ECW guys, and then you had the guys that were brought in or came in, and Sabu yeah. was probably the first big guy. Sabu was a was already a made guy. I mean, he was huge, yeah. at, you know, in FMW in Japan. I mean, he was in all the after mags. Look I remember at, that back look at, then. Look at the white using the term "made." I dig it. I mean, he was. <laughs> I dig you know, it. You know, no, what I'm I saying? dig it. And so when Sabu came in, and of course, if if you at the time all you knew was. Then Paul Heyman comes out and cuts a promo on Sabu, and Sabu didn't show up for this pay-per-view, and he doesn't like this company, and he, he runs Sabu down, and then Taz is going to be the company guy that comes in, and he's going to be the, you know, and, and they built up to that, you know, it was the grudge match of the century, um, yeah. barely legal, 97. And it was a, I mean, they had some good matches, but I think a lot of it was, I think Taz really did, not like Sabu, like in no. real life, there no. was some real animosity. I'm sure they, and I think just from listening to stuff, they've worked it out since. But at the time, he was legit pissed. He was like, "Oh, you're better than the rest of us because you're Mr. Japan guy." You well, know? well, I think some of it, Dwight, was is that the people were getting, they, they got behind Sabu and they didn't get behind, they, they did get behind Taz, but they didn't get, they didn't get behind Taz against uh, Sabu, yeah. against Sabu, and man, and. Taz was Mr. ECW. Well, uh, him and Dreamer, but you know, and I think I think that's where it came from. I think Taz kind of said, "Well, you know what? You know, like I'm here doing this, you know, working right. busting his ass all the time." And what's the face of Sabu's hopping back and forth? Um, I mean, he was a ECW staple, but he wasn't for a little bit. He was coming right. and going, and I think that's where some of that, you know. Then you got the FTW, and then you know, I, they kind of gave him that belt and let him do that, and it was all that, and it was it was cool. But that, you know, I think. When when I look back at like feuds or something, I just remember watching that happen, and I'm going. I if, I was like, is Sabu ever coming back? Is he alive? You know, because well, he, he was. They talk gone, about him, but he, he was, was never gone there. so long that you were like, man, like they're just running this guy down, right. and he's never gonna come back. Like you know, or, or not come back, but like, guy, it almost got to the point where you're like, guys, he's gone. Just leave him alone. Right. And you know, Brown Van Dam yeah. was like kind of in there, you know, as a, you know, at the same time because he was doing the Mister Monday Night thing yeah, and all yeah. that. And so, you know, it was, it, for me, that built up. And then when it, I mean, I, when, when they were going to fight, and then finally that was a match. Well, I mean, you got I, was, broken, I bought it. I was like, well, we're, we're broken jaws, broken necks. Yeah, and, I, and I'm like, I'm watching this. <laughs> barely legal, right? Yes, yeah, barely legal, 97. I mean, I'm going to watch the, the grudge match of the century. It's finally going to be mm-hmm. Taz and Sabu. Yeah. And uh, that was, I think, you know, for all the, the guys in ECW that get those ECW chants these days, 
I think Sabu does not get the credit he deserves for getting that for getting ECW over. Who's the first guy to do tables? It was Sabu. Well, okay. The, Who's the, the first guy to do a lot of that stuff? The it was misconception Sabu. is that is that he can't wrestle. No, no. Sabu can actually wrestle. Right. Um, uh, he took a lot of heat because he was the first guy to start doing that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Well, he brought it from so, FMW, really. Well, well, well he was the first guy, but but yeah. but yeah, like somewhat to the mainstream. You know, right. well, to an American audience. Mark. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was you know, it was different. You know what I'm saying? I I, I uh, on the podcast, uh, not our podcast. Um, um, God, Sean Mooney's. Uh, he's talking to Sabu, and like guys were that, that were working with him were like asking other guys like, "Hey, like man, like do those table spots like?" Yeah, they really hurt. And Sabu's pan uh, was paying guys out of pocket, um, you know, to say like, "Yeah, man, hurt like shit." Like just just he, to keep he didn't the want cave. people doing it. He yeah, didn't he didn't want people doing, doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and but uh, yeah, anyway. So that was a that was one I remember, and it was the opening of that match. If you if you watch that, I mean, you got the WWE Network. You know, you can watch these matches. Watch you that. Should. Watch watch that match at the very beginning when they stare each other down, and then they start. They, I mean, they legit were yeah. knocking the crap out of it. I mean, it was yeah. a, they were they were open hand slaps, but they were going for it. Yeah. So, great, great, great feud there. Um, it only gets better from here. Well, I'm, I'm, I have my one that might be a little down, but I'm a little biased. You mind if I take this next one, Jeff? Go, take go. it. Do your thing. Uh, so my first pick for this, and this is one of the ones that uh, when I was becoming a big time wrestling fan, and by that I mean like. I'm not turning it on every once in a while. Like, this was the moment. This feud put me in my seat pretty much there. Later, AJ Styles kept me in that seat. But this is the one that put my eyes consecutively to Monday Night Raw. And I'm talking about Triple H versus HBK. Um, And I'm, I mean... Matt, Everyone Matt, knows. You don't have to explain no, yourself, well, man. We're, we're on here. You know, you can come back to the archives. You have a uh, friend of the podcast slash special guest, Pat, come on here and tell you, you know, we're, we're Triple H guys. It's who we are, you know, and, and this is why, all right, because Trips held it down. And, yes, I know the, the age of uh, the Golden Burial. I can't remember all the horrible things they call it. Um <laughs> go ahead. You know no, what it I, is. I, I, I don't want to submarine this podcast. So just, go, just do your thing, man. But, yeah, because you're not wrong. I mean, but uh, so we all know these two are the original founders of Degeneration X going years. Uh, I, I mean, they tell you the whole buildup for this show is they're, they're like brothers. They've spent more time together than most brothers. And this entire time, uh, HBK goes out with a back injury, and he's gone for four years, and Triple H is the star of the show. I mean, we have, of course we have our Rock, we have Stone Cold, we have all of these great names, and Triple H is there with him, and uh, like for the first time, really, he has made it as soon as, as Sean's gone. I'm already getting heat in the comments, isn't it happening? No. The- oh, Ryan, spoiler alert, Jeff's not even covering that feud, he picked other ones. <laughs> Spoiler alert, <laughs> but... I, I tried to touch from th- like three here's, different different Here's brands. the swerve. Yeah. Just wait till you find out who is doing that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but you, you have Triple H and HBK. Sean comes back and trips as the champion, and he was handed the heavyweight title from WCW because Brock Lesnar said he's never coming back to Monday Night Raw. He, he was what? 
handed, oh. handed oh. the belt. He was handed the belt. He, he didn't have to win it, Matt. He didn't need to. Oh, okay. When when you're Triple H, you're yeah, the game. You're handpicked to be the champion. And you're sleeping with the bosses. No, Dwight, you don't know what you're talking I'm about. Just go saying, ahead, go hey, ahead, Matt. Hey. I'm not saying that had anything to do with it. It made you boo louder, though, didn't it? <laughs> Put so many people over, Dwight. That's Leave right. him alone. Leave the man alone. Hey, man, look at his WrestleMania record. Okay. But, uh, uh, once again, bosses, anyway, whatever. Sean's back, and they're, they're hinting that they're going to do DX again, and Trips puts him down one last time, says, look, I'm not going back. I'm not being the sidekick again. Uh, cut to a ref interrupting was the promo. It, 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 it was. It, it was. Yeah, I mean, it, um, it was exactly the what you wanted. Pedigree heard around the world, kind of thing. Uh, man, yeah. the the exactly head thrown through the car window. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you guys don't remember that visual, mm-hmm. like it, it looks the most kayfabe thing that I've seen. Just researching to talk about this. It's been so long. <laughs> I also think... Uh, 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 As some... I throw this Rey Mysterio uh, through a trailer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Long dark. Um, uh, I also think uh, some of it might be, um, you know, for those who have siblings, um, you can go out and you can wrestle and you can toss around with, like, some of your friends down the street. Um, but for some, you know, whatever reason, when you're wrestling with your brother when you guys are younger or just tossing each other around, like, you tend to go harder. And, and there's a level... That you guys will go to because there's an understanding. I know it sounds crazy, but you know, for those people who have brothers, sisters, siblings, how, you know, everyone slice it. But. Call, call them out a little bit louder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Trips drops HBK. It, it comes out that uh, Triple H put him through the car window. We get an unsanctioned match at SummerSlam that Shawn Michaels escapes with a quick. Uh, uh, not roll up. I'm so sorry. I'm messing this term up. Um, he catches him with a quick pin. As soon as the match is over, Trips just drops him with a sledgehammer to his broken back and his neck. And the entire storyline leading up to what, in my opinion, is the best match of this entire feud is the last man standing match at the Royal Rumble 04. Uh, is that, yeah, Sean won, but Trips walked out. And there is a 10-minute promo from the Raw right before it, and it's exactly what Jeff was saying. They didn't even need to touch each other. Yeah, they didn't. And, man, Shades of Grey where, you know, I mean, I'm a biased Trips fan, but you could definitely see where, like, yeah, no, I'm no, tired but, of being in Sean's shadow. No, but but uh, when the lines start getting blurred and, and, and <sighs> you, you, when, when you're getting worked and you're watching something and, and everything is believable... You're I mean, in business. What, what else? <laughs> right. Yeah. You're in right. business. You may not like this person. You may not like that person. Hell, you may not like either both of them or the situation. But if it's, if it's believable, like good old believable stuff. Right. Well, you know, and you go back to the, like, um, it's that go away heat, right? Yeah. It's like, it's a difference between like, I want to, sh- I want to turn on the TV because I want to see this guy get his ass kicked mm-hmm. versus I'm going to turn off my TV and do something else. Yeah. Or like I did, I'm going to turn it off for 2008 and watch UFC. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah, and my last closing thing on this is I'm, that that last man standing match is great. It ends in a draw. Neither men can meet ten count. Um, but in the end, Trips gets wheeled out into an ambulance. Sean refuses help and walks out. <laughs> and the only man who benefits from this entire storyline is Chris Benoit because he ends up winning the title because those two guys hate each other so much. Uh, <clears throat> we're gonna bleep. It. We're gonna bleep. Wait, sorry, Matt, Crispin Noir. Crispin. Chris. <laughs> Benoit. Chris Ben from Colorado. Yes. Oh. Uh, see, wait, wait. Can I answer this? Ryan, Ryan in the chat says, "Okay, but the last man standing match and a draw. I would have preferred one man to go over, uh, or the other to get the win. I, I think, by not having a set winner, 
you continue the standard that they're both equals. You don't push one guy over and you've allowed someone else to gain the benefit of this rivalry. Or, to intercept it and become a star. It never it. ends and you get to do it again yeah. over and over. But they only did it to backlash and then that was it. Then, then we get DX again in 07, the DX reunion tour. I'm, I'm like just that. saying, man. That's why you. That's why they don't ever end feuds, because so they can keep you doing them. Nah, I thought. I thought just the way that this ended and led to a whole other person winning it. Mm. All right. Well, mm. What do you Jeff. got, Jeff? Something better, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Dwight. Um, I got a. I got a little ECW uh, favorite, uh, 95-97. You're looking at Tommy Dreamer versus Raven. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, Dwight, you you know. Everybody's apples are different. Um, I think this is the best ECW uh, feud. Um, I mean, you got you got ECW that's trying to get itself off the ground. You got um, you got uh, Raven who's coming off of Johnny Polo, Johnny Flamingo. Scotty you know, Flamingo. I mean, uh, uh, Scotty Flamingo. Yeah, he he's wearing spandex. He's doing this. He's doing that in, in the E. And um, you know, he gets to. Um, he gets the ECW and he's completely morphed. Uh, uh, you know, he's he's great. He's grunge. Um, looks like uh, you know a member of um, Allison Chains. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, straight out yeah. of Allison Chains. Uh, Allison Chains. Um, I remember telling my mom. Um, you know, my mom had to tell me that I couldn't wear a flannel tied around my waist anymore. <laughs> um, I think she just took it and like hit it. You know what I mean? Because I just wanted to wear it to school all the time, and I was saying, "Quote the Raven, nevermore." Um, but yeah, so. And also, you, you had Tommy Dreamer, who was um, actually like a white meat baby face. Um, you know what I'm saying? Again, and wearing a green, purple, yellow, like singlets. You know, he wasn't the, the guy that you see today. It was nothing hardcore about Tommy Dreamer at all right. um, at, at, at that second. So um, um, the backstory on this is that uh, they used to go, uh, believe it or not, I'm going to tell you guys this, and you're not going to understand it because it's called old school wrestling. <laughs> um, they hated each other in summer camp. And, uh, um, you know, Tommy Dreamer would get all the girls. Um, am I right, uh, Dwight? Yep, and Raven was the... Rejected the fat he one. Was the, he was the nerd. <laughs> and Raven was the nerd. He got bullied by Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, got bullied by Tommy Dreamer. So this, so we're now we're leading all the way up. Um, you got... Uh, uh, well, and then you, you also got uh, uh, Studley Stevie Richards, um, <laughs> who was hanging out with uh, Raven. And, uh, you know, kind of like... Raven's always had a flock or, uh, you know, his own little... Um, Little group posse, of, yeah, posse little group of mean people. Street posse. Um, you had a, you got Beulah McGillicuddy, you know what I mean? Who was the fat chick that that right. uh, Dreamer denied at summer camp? Right. Yes, it all connects, baby. Yes, so so things get. If, I got two matches here. Um, things get kicked off when you're talking about a hostile, uh, hostile city showdown '95. Um, you got that's where uh, Tommy Dreamer kind of makes that jump. So he's Please, wrestling. sir, can I have another? Yeah, yeah, Please. yeah. He's wrestling Raven, and, he, and I mean, he's getting, to be honest, he's getting killed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, Raven's just killing him. And um, he goes from that, that like I said, that spandex-wearing um, baby face to this, you know, hardcore legend. Um, that's when you get the, please, please, sir, can I have another? Um, that's where you get him um, pile-driving Beulah McGillicuddy. Um you know, spiking her down. Um, you get his iconic, you know, when he's he gets up and he's, you know, ECF and W, mm -hmm. and he goes in the crowd. And that was kind of the turning point of their their um, their rivalry. Because from then, it was like, oh, shit, it's on now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you got Stevie Richards doing his shenanigans. And then later in the feud, um, 
97, uh, uh, Russell, uh, Russell Palooza, you get um, a loser leave town. Now, um, this is kind of, Dwight, you can attest to this too. This is kind of when uh, dirt sheets kind of start. The internet was yeah. budding into a thing, you yeah, know what I mean? For sure. So you started getting, um, uh, well, Raven was leaving for WCW and everybody knew it. Right. So it kind of turned into our guy, Tommy Dreamer, beating right. Raven because he's the son of a bitch. You and he's sold going, out. You, you sold, sold out. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're going to WCW, yeah. which in hindsight we say I had no idea what to do with him. Right. Um, no, nobody did but but ECW. Um because he could have been a star, but that's another, you know. If he was, if, if that was going on now, he'd be the most fucking over thing, Dude, you know. Brilliant guy. Man. Yeah. Okay, but, but, but anyway. Chalk up one for the map playing with his hair counter? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you get uh, Loser Leave Town. So, I mean, it was knockdown drag out. It was great. The fans were in it. I mean, it's just absolute great stuff. Um, you get uh, you get Dreamer going over, and that's, I believe it's the first time he went over because he was just getting his ass kicked, yep, yep. Uh, uh, his ass kicked by, uh, you know. Um, getting his ass kicked by uh, by Raven. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just overall good old fashioned good stuff. Um, and then there's a bunch of shit that happened in between there. You also get uh, Beulah McGillicuddy's pregnant, and she's pregnant by Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a lot. And you know, I'm gonna if I may throw a little sweetness back. Go ahead, go ahead. One of the coolest moments was when the Dudleys were leaving ECW. Yeah. And and uh, Tommy Dreamer they're taking the belts off them, and who shows up out of the crowd? To take the tag belts with Tommy Dreamer, but Raven shows yeah, up. Yeah, but Great. Raven. DDT well, they also, Raven yeah, yeah, the tag team <laughs> take the tag team. Um, also on that Russell Palooza 97, you know, Jerry the King Lawler popping up too. Did you forget about uh, that, Dwight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's mine. I could go for uh, the rest of the day. Extremely damn time, crappy though. wrestling. Yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and tell y'all. You might see us mark a little night. We're talking about some of our favorite moments in wrestling, uh, yeah. the feuds that bring in the fans. Um, ben, I'm coming back to you. What's your next one you got uh, here? So I'm going to take you guys back to, uh, let's say, 2002. Uh, okay. We had uh, one Mr. Uh, Dwayne Johnson uh, coming out to challenge one Hollywood Hogan. Uh, Terry. Good old Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a weird kind of, yeah. Uh, it was a weird kind of two on two versus the NWO with you had Austin kind of taking up a second hand to the Rock playing. I don't want to say second fiddle, but kind of parallel stories. Is this, this is this isn't their seventeen, right? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. It's, it's when they screwed, icon versus icon. It's sort of post them screwing up invasion. Yeah. Yes. And they were, and it was like, okay, we should probably do something with this. Okay. And you know, I, this was. Oh, go, go, I was, go, go, go. I was a good call, Ben. I'll give you credit. No, credit this this was, this was great. Yeah. Uh, you had the Rock and Austin trying to take out the NWO, NWO. Beating them down, I think this was the one I read where it was spray painting. That's yeah. On typical the, NWO. Yeah, yeah. Typical NWO stuff. Uh, and it was just, you know, peak, peak rock time. Oh yeah, he was at the peak of his powers. For sure. This um, if you don't mind. Uh, no, go for it. This uh. This was kind of um, organically and something that they, they didn't... Every night... Well, I don't want to sound like to say that, but every night you need to catch lightning in the bottle. 
And this was mm. their Wrestle... Is it, was it 18 or 17? It was 18. Okay. It was 18. Okay, their WrestleMania 18 match was like, man, like, everybody... And, 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 and I remember, like, my dad and some of my family, like, everybody wanting The Rock to kick Hulk Hogan's oh, ass. Yeah. Yes. I mean, just kick his ass up one side down the other. And they got in the damn ring, and I got goosebumps talking about it. And I don't... Well, I was always Hogan, but... And I don't know what happened, and everybody just... Boy, they flopped. They switched. <laughs> I mean, they they flopped over like... I, I, I don't know Dwight. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh yeah. And everybody was behind Hogan, and it was just, it, it was just, it was just great. And I, I mean, even uh, Hulk Hogan says this day, like, even even he, you know, no one puts himself over like Hogan, but even he couldn't believe it. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Well, well, put to that at that point, I think you could easily say that. I mean, you could say Hulk Hogan's, you know, the top wrestler of all time. Yeah. I'm not going to say that, but he he might say that. Except for the except for the Rock, and then it was like, oh, this no, no, he was on that level. No, oh no, yeah, uh, no, for sure. I, I, I'm not slotting, I'm not sliding Rock at all. Rock no, is I'm, on I'm that level. Saying that was the moment that Rock was like, yeah, no, no, uh, now nah. you know yeah. I'm the man. Yeah. It was almost yeah. a passing of torch yeah. match. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, most yeah, definitely, yeah. most and, and, definitely. And the crazy I, thing I, is, I consider it a definite passing. No, of the I, torch no, match. I, I agree 100. If, if you can go toe to toe with Hogan, and I don't mean like wrestling acumen, but I mean like just with charisma and yeah. everything else, and, and the star weight you bring, power. star power. Oh, yeah, 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 and and also the 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 pop Hogan got that next night on Raw. Oh yeah, man, definitely. There's nothing, there, ain't, there, there was well nothing like it. Um, and then uh, and then also, um, you just got. I don't know. I I think that was the right time in wrestling history. Where you got a bunch of older guys like me, um, not as old as Dwight, but like older guys like me. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, like in our wrestling, right. yeah, older guys like me that grew up with Hogan, and like that was kind of the last, uh, kind of the last hurrah, if you will, of Hogan. I mean, he came and comes and goes, you know, no matter what. Yeah. But like, there were still Hulkamaniacs at, at that point in wrestling. Uh-huh. It was before, and he, they were all, before he ruined TNA. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Before he started kind of... That's kind of you know, where our argument. generation probably starts remembering yeah, yeah, it's, wrestling. Yes. Right around that yes. time period is when Ben and I start becoming yes. wrestling fans, right in the heyday of You Hogan's guys are going to be like, Hogan, well... Mr. America! I don't, don't mean shit to you, which, which yeah. is fine. You know, or which, he may or may not. How did he but, pass that lie detector test? But yeah, like, you know, to the older guys, like, yeah, that, that was kind of the end that was kind of the end of the like the best version of Hogan we could get, you know. Um, well, you hadn't seen a guy like Hogan and yes. like Flair, and well, I mean, except Stone Cold, yeah. until you got to The Rock, and they were like, "Now this dude's for real." Oh yeah, yeah. no, he's I, the I, one. I, I agree. hundred percent. Um, That's a good pull, Ben. You uh, you guys ready? Uh, we're talking about WrestleMania eighteen. The fact that Hogan Rock did not main event the match. Do you guys remember what did? Two thousand and two. That would have been Jericho. Versus and Sean, no. Triple H, the Triple H and Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The burials had begun. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right, so now you're gonna. They get actually already some, started. So, and, but, and also, yes. before we move over back to our Dwight, I just like old. to reiterate: Japanese deathmatch legends are immortal. Dwight yeah, will never are, die. Immortal. Just like Doctor Luther. That's like Luther and I. We're immortal. <laughs> yeah. What's your next one, Dwight? All right. Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna go with um, the quintessential. If you look on the internet and you say top feuds in pro wrestling. This is going to be right up there in the top five every time. Every time, okay? No doubt. Um, because this is, okay, and it's the Freebirds and the Von Erics, okay? Freebirds versus the Von Erics. Now, at that time in my life when I was in high school, 
we had a channel where I we got wrestling seven days a week, and then we got all the territories. So I got to watch all of it, and so we wa got to watch. Everybody the didn't, though, but the, not but, everybody. But people didn't. need to understand that everybody didn't. No, but it was one of those things where you read the wrestling magazines you and you knew about this stuff, yeah. and I would record it, and I had all. These, I still have all these VHS tapes. Um, What's a VHS? Exactly, <laughs> but the the Freebirds versus the Von Erics, which had like a it, it, it had a first run and then it had a second run too later on, um, but it was it was you could, to understand. I don't I don't know that if you haven't if you weren't there, you don't appreciate. They were in Dallas. There was no there was no one over as a babyface in the history of anything like the Von Erics no. were over in Texas. <laughs> Okay. And there never will be. <laughs> I mean, they were, they did, you know, these guys were doing commercials for yeah. everything. Yeah. They were, they were national heroes. When, when David Von Erich died, it was on the news. They yeah. broke Kevin. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. it was these, these, Fritz Von Erich's boys were, were treasures and heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In comes the Freebirds. Originally, I mean, they were, these guys sort of sprinkled in a little bit, right? You had Michael Hayes, you had Terry Gordy was already, the Buddy Rogers, I mean, Buddy Roberts was already in the yeah. world class. And so they come in, um, and they used to run these big shows on Christmas. That was like Christmas and Thanksgiving. They used to run these Christmas big night. shows. <laughs> Star Wars, as they called it, which I'm sure they couldn't now because Disney would sue them out yeah. of business again. But anyway, so it was, to set this up for you so you don't know it, okay, what they had done, this is to show you how much of a face the Freebirds were at that time, was that... The big deal was that Ric Flair was coming in and they was going to fight Kerry Von Erich for the world title because, you know, he's the, he was the world champion and went up to all the territories. Okay, to keep him from getting screwed because what Ric Flair always would do is get himself DQ'd or he would do something mm -hmm. shady and he would always escape. And this time they were going to have in a steel cage with a special enforcer. And the fans voted... And the the fans voted Michael Hayes to be the special referee and Terry Gordy to be the enforcer outside the ring to, to watch out for Kerry Von Erich. One of the best orchestrated angles in history of wrestling. The match goes on. Flair's arguing with, <coughs> with Hayes. Michael Hayes punches him. He's all bloody. He tries to put Kerry on top of Flair to win the belt. And he's yep. like, no, I don't want to do it that way and all this stuff. Yep. And they, they start to argue. And then Michael Hayes finally says, I'm out of here. You know, for, and so he's going to leave. Kerry goes up to grab him and Flair rushes behind him and he shoves Michael Hayes out and he thinks Kerry Von Erich did it. Yep. And then Terry Gordy. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. Oh, right. Incites a riot because as Kerry Von Erich is out, of the, out leaning through, he slams the cage door on his head. And it was nuclear. And it started off a feud that went for years. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that there was never really a payoff for. And it's like, one, well, I, saw, I was listening to today, and I was thinking about this one. I, I went back, and there was a promo. I heard Mike, Michael Hayes cut a promo. And it was the most brutal promo. Because some of it was true. He's yeah. like... We're you know we're from Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, and we everything we got we scraped and we we cheated and we stole just because we were here for the money. We're not here to make friends. We're here to make money. And he goes, everything you had was handed to you. And I was like, yeah. well, he's not wrong. No, no, he's not wrong. <laughs> you know? And they dad were, owns a company. And they were talking about um, they were talking about ways to get Flair uh like like out of there 
You, like you, like safely, like you know what I'm right. saying. Like like uh, I, a lot of the thing was uh, Dwight was that the cage was there, but the cage was also to keep motherfuckers out. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because if shit went sideways, or I mean, they knew the finish, but the finish was going to be the finish. Right. And they were afraid that the, the, the that place would just storm the damn uh, ring. We, we got isn't to prevent them from it. going all over the place. It's to prevent people from getting well, involved, which would happen. And you know, the thing was, was that, and that that was a huge angle. And because it was, it was a group, right? You had the, you had David, Carrie, yep. you had Kevin and Mike, and then every, you know, you had those, and then you had the three free. You could have, you could have a singles match. You could have a tag team match. You could yeah, have. They, had they it could all. fill the card they with it, it and they oh, yeah. did, and they made a crap ton of money on it, and it was like, um, you know, just the, and they were such good heels. Michael Hayes. Could piss anyone off, you know. Give him a microphone and he can make you mad. Yeah. Terry Gordy was a badass who would tell you what he was going to do and then he'd do it. Yep. And then Buddy Buddy Roberts could. I mean, he could really have a good match with anybody. Yeah. He was a you know a, a good hand and you know he was a, he sold his ass off. Right. Um, Let me ask you this. Great. Uh, um, with if say Kevin didn't die, do you think the landscape? No, no, Kevin is still alive. I, I'm not Kevin. Um, Kerry, David. Kid. No, Kevin, no, no, not Kerry. Um, David, David. David. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie was good and Kevin Kevin is good, but David was you know, David was the big country tough yeah. all American. Yeah. He was the world champ, right? He was the one that could have been Do you think the landscape would have been different if if Oh hundred percent. I mean that yeah. that changed it forever and then Carrie couldn't handle it because he wasn't that guy. No. Kevin no. was the wrong body type. Carrie looked the part, yeah. but he but he wasn't. I would say Carrie was Texas Tornado, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Carrie was a, was the best eye candy, but he was probably the worst worker. Worker, all. yeah. I mean, he wasn't bad, but it was. Well, no, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, no yeah. that's not bad. But out of them, it's not bad. But but get, to give you an idea, when they, you know, how big that was, when I mean, that David Von Erich Memorial thing in the '84, I mean, that was a Texas stadium. They were having football yeah. stadium shows. And, and so it was huge. And I think that <laughs> when you look back on it, even when they came back and did it again a little later after, um, you know, after David was David died and they did it a few years later, they had a run in, in Mid-South. Yeah. They had a run in AWA. I got one of my favorite matches of all time is when they uh, screwed the Road Warriors out of the belts at AWA. But, really? Um, Freebirds, yeah, it was awesome. But, it, but it, that, that put, first of all, it put the Freebirds on the map as yeah. heels. And they made money everywhere. Oh, um, yeah. Until Terry Gordy and Dr. Death just sort of relocated to Japan and just took over Japan. But, yeah, but then you had um, Freebirds 2.0. Don't even get, we're not even going there. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to emphasize though, because I don't, I don't think people understand. When we say that they incited a riot, no, they incited tech, like, a riot. We're, we're not over exaggerating. No. There, well, there is video of it. A, a riot broke out. Yes, people oh, yeah. wanted to kill them. They had to yeah. pat people down for weapons. People, they had yeah. knives pulled on them. This is you know. what we're talking about when we say kayfabe is dead. Like, like and, and the, me being an old guy, and I'm going to put this out there, um, I grew up with my parents, well, my dad, not my mom, but my, they were all wrestling fans. My grandparents were wrestling fans, but they, my grandparents, my grandpa especially, they believed it was real. Yeah. Like this was not a work. This was this was yeah. actual people that hate each other, and it yeah. was, and the, and they, you know, that that was when kayfabe was real. The business was and I, they protected and it, and the, you know they stayed in different hotels and all stuff. And, and that's what this was. This was is that people thought 
oh, these are our heroes, the biggest no, heroes yeah, in the world, and they just got screwed no, over. No, no, yeah. you're right, and, and I, I'll piggyback off the same thing. I'm younger, but born into wrestling. My parents watched wrestling, my grandmother watched wrestling. She punched Jack, I've said this a thousand times, she's punched Jack, Black Jack Mulligan in the face at the Richmond Coliseum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, square in the jaw. And that's just, you know, like, I, I, I remember my grandma kicking people out, kicking kids out or coming over the house talking about wrestling's fake. All right, well, you can go home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like well, my, my grandpa, yeah. God rest his soul, who died, he when he passed away, I remember him being in the hospital and the doctor had ordered that he could not watch wrestling because it, it got him so worked that they were afraid he was gonna have like another stroke. Because <laughs> he would I, it was six oh five on Saturday night, you yeah. know, you gotta watch yeah. the yeah. And oh yeah, he couldn't take it. So but anyway, that's free words von Eric's if you're gonna go on the network and watch a match. Uh is there is that world class on the match? Yes. Yes. yes, yes there is. Yes. Okay. Go watch the 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 eighty four the Christmas show Star Wars the the word all where it all started. No, it was eighty three. It was eighty two and eighty three. Yep. Yeah. So watch that because that's where it all began. Um, God, yeah. Legends of Wrestling also on the network does a great job covering that view. It it is, it's phenomenal. They they were such good heels. You don't even know, man. They were and they were heels everywhere. They went. Yeah. You know they went they they went all over with the same yeah. shtick and it worked everywhere. Michael Hayes, Michael P.S. Hayes is he's just great. Well, the, he's the one that said people would pay hard-earned money yeah. to see someone beat his ass. Yes, yes. <laughs> to punch him in the face. And Terry Gordy would say, "Oh no, you don't." Yeah. <laughs> and, right. uh, uh, God damn it! What's P.S. stand for? Uh, purely sexy. Purely sexy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. So, I'll go ahead and start with my next one, but I'm. I'm gonna need a tag partner, I think, for this one. Someone who who is just the best on it. Uh, but who men, knows? They need to be holding the tag rope. Not just hold a tag rope. But there are certain qualifications. <laughs> they need to be the best there is, the best yeah. there was, and the best there ever will be. And God damn it, I'm not letting anyone other than a wrestling purist help me with this one. That a boy. Hey, and listen, so. listen, um, PWO, we believe in holding the tag rope and and actually tagging. No, 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 no back tags here. <laughs> no back tags. No backslab uh, tags here, guys. No, no and, and, and none of this lucha weird. We're, we're better than that. AEW oh. tagging, where it's even if you don't tag, you're. You're the legal man. Right. So don't wait. get me going. I don't want a submarine. I'm about to say, that's <laughs> off topic. Don't. I actually have Please an answer don't. to that, but that ain't tonight. <laughs> right now, Matt Lilly and Jeff Hall are going to bring to you HBK versus Bret Hart. Well, And I'm going to add something, too. Where people legit don't like each other. I think yeah. that's the, the, a very you know, real part. Makes it so much but better. It's so much is interesting, because if you really look at the story, you look and read Bret Hart's book, and I'm... I'm Man, for as much as I bury Bret Hart, I've probably read his autobiography four or five times just growing up um, and, and trying to understand the mindset and know just as much as I can. Bret Hart saw Shawn Michaels as the next guy after him, all the way back to when it was Hart Foundation versus the Rockers. Yeah. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I was yes. going to say, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jeff and I are going people in. People don't understand. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, Brett, sure, Brett. yeah, okay, yeah, but people don't understand. Like, th th there's a level of professionalism, and like, like every, like, like, um, Cornette says, and everybody says. Well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to submit this. We're gonna get in there because we all know what the I'll, last I'll match you, is gonna I'll, be. I'll let you do your thing first, and and and, and then go in. I'm about to say, feel free to just add in. I will. This phone call. Your show is on until I come back. <laughs> Wonderful. 
<laughs> uh, I, I want to start or, this up. And if you're still going when I come back, feel free to continue going. Oh, okay. wonderful. The voice saying. of God has given us permission to keep rolling. I'm just saying, if I'm gone for an extended period of time, pander. I thought oh, we can do that. We can pander. I thought we were going to be, it was going to be the Fredericksburg screw job there. For <laughs> yeah. It's over. The show's over. Then How pull, fitting. Then he goes back on his word. It was me all along. <laughs> enjoy yourself. Uh, all good. Uh, so when we're talking about this feud, we have to go back to Heart Foundation versus Rockers, uh, top feud that pushed over, pushed each other over to the point where when Bret Hart was finally being told that he was gonna get a singles run, they were gonna drop the belt at TV taping to the Rockers, except the bottom rope came undone. Yep. And so Vince McMahon said, "Scrap it. It never happened. You guys are still the tag champs." And it probably kept Jim Neidhart having a job for about another four years. Um, but the entire time, reading his autobiography, the entire time, Brett's telling you, like, Sean's the guy, you know? If he can get past his own personal issues, he's going to be the guy who can do it. He gets it, you know? If there's anyone who can work so well with me in ring, it's Sean Michaels. And then finally, when Brett's at the top of the world, He's won the belt when no one else is really there. I mean, he, he put the company on his back. He did. It's what you do. Um, Kevin Nash wasn't pulling in the people that Hart was doing. No. <laughs> well, and he'd been, you know, you forget, too. I mean, he got screwed over with the whole Yoko Zuna thing. Yeah. 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 Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan came like, and, 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 you know, took the belt like mm, he was supposed to do. Supposed. Well, and, <laughs> and even uh, through all of that, like, Hogan was supposed to drop the belt to Brett. And yeah. that still didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, well, because Hogan said, uh, well, he's smaller than me. I ain't doing it. Right. Well, Hogan said this, but then Hogan also said Vince said this, and I'm Vince said Hogan said this, and God is. only knows who was actually it pulling was the politics. It was a fucking game of he said, she said. It right. wouldn't surprise no. me if it was both of them, honestly. No. <laughs> Just well, trying to save face. I'm always, I'm always going to def- Hogan's got a long enough track record where I'm always going to default to Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree, Jeff. Yeah, but it, when it comes to Vince, good old VKM, I don't know. Well, I don't trust him either, but, you know, <laughs> obviously. But Bret Hart, finally on his way to the top, he brings the ladder match from Stampede Wrestling over and has the very first one with Shawn Michaels because he deems he's the only person who can do uh, um, him right. Uh, the ladder match was Bret Hart's idea. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. Uh, but, you know. But it, and it came from keeping, Stampede Wrestling. He's keeping score. God, mm-hmm. man, they got to think I'm you. By the end of the show, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, on top of that... Sean takes the ladder match and then brings it into Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental title. Yes, where Shawn Michaels is wrestling a tackling dummy for 30 minutes. Mm. Um, because Razor Ramon, I mean, Scott Hall sucks and Razor Ramon sucks. Um, I will wow. give a... Sp- wow. uh, you I, I love him. He ain't a great so worker, right? but I love him. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I didn't hate him that bad. He's the bad guy. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I just He's always been put on this pedestal. His character is great. Um, but his in-ring stuff, he's not that great. I mean, he's just, like, I, I get it. His career, he's a guy that's got to run charisma, like, to the damn high heavens. I will say this, though. He does have one of the best working punches of all time, though. I, I, Scott Hall. True. True. But, I mean, I, I, I will give him that. I, I will give you back on how, how great a feud that was, is that people to this day, like, you you know, like. You the, don't know. No, it's, it's still like, kind of out there. And it sort of stayed, stayed unsettled. 
and that's, for the longest you know, time. And there was a match that was supposed to settle it, and that yeah. didn't settle it. No. So I think that's I mean that's why it's legendary. I mean, yeah. easy top five. You had hour long Iron Man match at WrestleMania. Um, it got personal. Uh, HBK going off script, alluding that Bret Hart's having an affair with Sonny, having his sunny days. You, you got two guys that absolutely hate each other, but when they get in the ring, they it's just, just magic. Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's just, it, it looks it's, like these two guys were meant to wrestle each other. You, you could watch them wrestle for five hours straight. You know what I mean? And never they're be bored. That good. I mean, to get they, that good chemistry yeah. and, and they're just, just that I, damn good. I don't know if there is any other real wrestling feud that has that much hatred but is always so good when they're together mm-hmm. and, and somehow don't murder each other in the ring. Uh, well, yeah, well, it doesn't look yeah. like two guys fist fighting. Well, I, I like legitimately though, I mean, no, from everything no, you, I've read, they were professional in the ring. Yeah. I mean, not outside of the ring, not in promos, but in the ring, you you wouldn't have thought. You wouldn't have thought they hate each other. Yeah. And then finally, we get to what I what I deemed the the match the match to look at for this one. I mean, the hour long Iron Man match is great with overtime, but the match that defines wrestling for for such a period of time, Montreal Screwjob Survivor Series '97. Yeah. Um, I mean, how often do we, as wrestling fans, talk about the Screwjob? Uh, say Brett screwed Brett, or whoever screwed whoever, or. Does it get showed on a wrestling show? Well, well, it's well, and and to be having been there and actually was live at some of these events that happened, yeah. um, that led Survivor Series. A couple months later, I'm sitting there in the building at Starcade when we have the Sting Hogan, um, the final blow off to that oh, huge feud, God. and Bret Hart makes his debut, and it. Being in the crowd without someone to explain it to me on TV, we were just sitting there going, what is going on? Like, no. So it was like, we had two of the best feuds of all time. Yeah. Within a series, within a couple yeah. months, they were both going to be in, and somehow or another, Bret Hart was there for both of them, and they both were screwed up at the yeah. end. I, I, I just got one last thing to add to this. And it's not even necessarily on that, but it, it's Bret Hart and WCW. Bret Hart could have showed up on Nitro the very next day could you imagine the ratings and, well, that, and just everything that would have went well, to WCW if they just put him on TV that's with what a live he, mic? That's what he should have done. Okay, listen, listen. I love Bret Hart. There's no secret. No, no. I'm not saying he's some, you know, like, charisma savant. But <laughs> no. no. And agreed. <laughs> no. But, like, I, I think, I just think he, he was mishandled. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Repeatedly. Yeah, yeah well, yes. and, and not just that. And a lot of people hate Bret Hart because it looks like he submarined everything, which in some way he did. But at the same time, I mean, he's not booking himself. No, and I, I, you know he, what I'm saying? Having like, been there live and watching it happen as it happened, being, being a dirt sheet subscriber at the time and all that, I think what happened was they wanted to get Bret Hart away from, w, from WWF. Yeah. And that was it. They didn't know what to do with him once they had him. No, no, like, exactly. When they got him, it was like, oh, shit, we got him. But they didn't know what to do with him. Like, right. you know what I mean? And, and, and he's Brett, not a heel. He's not, you know what I'm saying? And they like, didn't need him. Although, speaking no, of WWF, they didn't. Uh, <coughs> they've 
uh, the WWE's YouTube page has blurred any WWF logo on any right. of their oh, videos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. They didn't get sued yeah. for that. Oh, well, yeah. not, not, uh, well, well, maybe now. Of course, I love the this T-shirt you see around now with the pandas with the chair. chair. Yes, yes, it's the best. The WWF logo. I, I want to get um, one of those shirts, but God. I, I always forget about it. <laughs> all right. I've, I've rambled on too long. All of a sudden, you guys think I'm a Bret Hart fan. I'm going to let the real Bret Hart fan take it over. And talk Jeff, about someone else. Well, what is your next <laughs> rivalry, the greatest rivalry? Rivalries in wrestling history. Uh, okay, um, mine. Uh, we're gonna go from 2006 roughly to 2009. The date, you know, all depending on a, a year here. We're gonna have Nigel McGuinness versus Brian Danielson. Who's that? Uh, Daniel Bryan to the is his slave name. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, so for me, um, this this one's kind of near and dear to my heart because. Um, it, for the for the real indie guys, and uh, th- there's levels. There's you know going down to your high school gym and seeing guys that do construction during the week and wrestle on the weekends, which I respect those guys too. Like that you know that's indie wrestling as well. But what people don't understand is Ring of Honor has been probably the most single-handedly uh, the biggest um, and smallest at times indie wrestling spot in the country, Ooh. and it's been great. Anybody who's who's anybody has come through Ring of Honor. Now I understand that it's a placeholder. It's not necessarily a place where you can stay forever. I mean, some people can, some people can't. It all depends on what you want to do. Dim boys. Yeah, dim boys. Dim boys. Um, but but so you got Nigel McGinnis here, who his Dwight. Tell me what you think, because you see things from a different lens than I do. Um, who he did, Nigel McGinnis didn't start indie wrestling. He didn't start being good in indie wrestling. But I'm saying like. He was one of the guys that start that made that to the outside world. You were like, man, like this guy is different than everybody else. Right, right. Well, you know what? They used to have. Uh, it was funny because the, back in the I mean, when you still read the wrestling magazines, the after mags, you know, they used to have an indie <laughs> tournament up there. In uh, it eventually became Ring of Honor, but it was always these are the next guys to watch. Yeah, yeah. And, and so Nigel McGuinness was one of those. This guy's going to be a star. Yeah, right? and you hear that about everybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. There, was a bu- there, was a, there was a bunch of outlaw indie wrestlers that were the next guy, but, but Nigel McGuinness was it. I mean, yeah. he was the real deal. And, um, and that's it. And I didn't buy Brian Danielson because he was too small. I got uh, 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 Agreed. Yeah, um, he, was a, he was a jerk. You know? We sit here and we talk about how great, not necessarily today but maybe this time last year we're talking about how great Seth Rollins is how great uh, so many of the people currently Kevin on Owens. Kevin Owens Sami Zayn so many of these Rollins guys Rollins on the main these guys don't make it over if Nigel McGuinness doesn't put Ring of Honor on his back yes. and is a dude I, he is like the I, my heart styles. breaks for him I don't think people understand there wasn't a place to wrestle right like there was Samoa wasn't. Joe, AJ Styles. Yes. I mean, they came to TNA from Ring of Honor. Yes, everybody who's anybody. It's Ring of Honor. It's it. So I'm sorry, I'm going. I'm blabbing. So Austin. No, we're, we, we got to buy some time tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got time. So so you got him and Danielson. You 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 got Danielson more of the heel. He's actually a better heel, but half the world won't won't will never understand that. Um, the American Dragon, and he's going all over. You had the, he was the championship champion at the time, and we were kind of going back and forth. And Nigel was the pure, I mean, uh, yeah, your RH pure champion. And you just had two guys that were just coming back, by the way, huh? bringing that back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. D- this weekend, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you had two guys that just kind of had a res- 
I really a mutual respect, right, Dwight? Yeah. yeah. Like for each other. Um, but also didn't mind beating each other up. And man, Brian Danielson, hats off to him too, because in his heyday when he was American Dragon, I mean, he could really fucking go. I really, he can still go. Oh, right? I know. Hell, but 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 back then he could really. He could really go, and he didn't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. and, and and also Dwight, he has until the count of five. That's right. And you know, so. Just the, their string of matches uh, were great. I mean, they wrestled a bunch of times. It was great. So if, I, if I'm pulling one um, um, off of here, you got uh, – where am I at? I'm all over the place here. Okay, you got uh, Glory by Honor. Um, now, this was this was both of their last matches um, because both of them were, were signing with WWE, so this was, this was going to be their last hurrah. I mean, I, I forgot the date on this, too. I, I – Forgot to write well, it down. And, uh, just as a throw it in, you're not gonna find these on the network. You have to get Honor Club. No, 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 on. no. You're gonna have to get Honor Club too. And uh, and this is a time where we were out of tape trading. Like, yeah. shouts out to my dad if he's listening, because I mean, when you're the son of a tape trader, obviously you watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I mean, you're talking about like I you couldn't watch this on TV. Um, you know, my buddies and stuff were burning. And same same thing. We're burning DVDs. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, oh, I remember getting a DVD in class. And like the teacher thinking it was drugs because we were sneaking it, trying to sneak it to each other. <laughs> it was a DVD, it's a Ring of Honor DVD. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I and I, I'm talking about like white clear DVD. You know, like the top. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Um, just a quick. What what uh, Jeff doesn't know because that CD got confiscated was it was actually just a giant Rickroll. <laughs> it, uh, it, it was either that or a Sega Dreamcast game. But we'll <laughs> we'll save that for another day. I'm, a, I'm interrupt. That match, uh, they're both farewell <coughs> matches. Glory by Honor, 8 September 26, 2009. Yeah, okay, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Uh, Danielson choked out McGinnis for the victory. Yeah, yes, yes, uh, he did. And, uh, and it was great, um, but the, the, the unsung story that you don't know is that they're both going, and, I mean, Nigel's going to be a star, and come to find out, he's got hepatitis C. Mm-hmm. And his wrestling career is over, and he didn't wrestle after that. And it was rough because the communities just kind of didn't understand, and everybody was just like, "What?" Like, um, I was watching him as Desmond Wolf in TNA at the time, now currently Impact, and I, I'm sitting there with my brother going, "Man, this guy's fantastic! What what happened?" Well, his career wasn't over, but but no, 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 he wasn't going to the E. You know but what I'm saying? Like, Here's the even like impact as soon as that news came out like it was cut it was done like he just was no longer on TV I don't remember any type of like loser leaves town no no nothing. yeah he was yeah. just gone yeah and he was probably one of the biggest what ifs um <sighs> and I, tell me correct, correct me if, 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 if I'm wrong White Dwight um the only other well not the only other guy but the next I, I, you know big guy like that kind of had that that you know like. Paul Bunyan's team was probably Punk, right? You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Punk and mm-hmm. Punk and um. Joe. Uh, Joe yeah. is it for me? Yeah, well, 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 Joe. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, but AJ. Punk and, and uh, you know, as in like guys going. Um, yeah, it, it was just sad because I mean he wrestled after that, but it just was never the same. And like you just just see a guy's life get altered and halted He's like great that. Great in NXT though. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like well, I mean, there, there's worse things to happen to him. You know, it could be dead. It could you know like it could have been anything. Yeah. I'm not you know you know he's alive, so you know he's fine. But it's just crazy. And also at that time too, um, for um, all the marks out there, um, you also had the Bucks go over. Uh, you also had the Young Bucks go over <laughs> on that card against um. Against them boys, for all those people who think they know the Young Bucks, um, you know. Also, yeah, Daniels, um, Christopher Daniels on the card as well. Like, 
I'm, again, I, I, in hindsight, what, what I'm trying to say is Ring of Honor is is um, absolutely great. Um, and I, I just hope it's here forever to stay. And I'm, I'm going to get off my set box. I'm sorry. And we hope you come to their show yep. this Sunday in absolutely. Baltimore at 3 p.m. Come meet friend of the show, Nick Aldis. That's right. Uh, <coughs> before we go, you. thank you. our last round, I just want to kind of get out there, subscribe, like our stuff, share our stuff. Uh, the Instagram should hopefully be up this week, so that will be posted. Go follow that when that comes out. Uh, our success hinges on you guys. Yeah, uh, tell two people, man. Let's that's, that's spread the word. Hey, spread the word. Hey, we got... Yeah, that's how it starts, is you get two people who yeah. spread the word. And they tell two people. Yeah. Even if you Those don't like two, wrestling, tell somebody then we got that like you don't eight like wrestling, you know? Yeah. You may not have to like it, but Stand you know people that like wrestling, tell yeah. them check it out. And if, you yeah. don't, and if you don't like wrestling, but you you know, you know like me, then you know, you go. want to watch we, it. We got Dwight. Yeah. You want to come here and see the most beautiful man in the world? Come see Jeff Hall? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> All right, now, whoa. We're, now we're getting Now good. we're getting overboard. Now we're getting over. I thought we were talking. Uh, Wheels are falling off. Oh, God. It's kayfabe, man. It's who kayfabe. Was the most beautiful? Angel Garza. We were just talking about Angel yeah, Garza. Sorry. I'm Hill Garza. <laughs> who's, um, who's next? Uh, I think we're at Ben. Yeah. Ben, is your last Bring one? it on. One Bring more. it home. Bring it home. Uh, I'm going to take you guys back to late 90s. And then I'll go because mine ties up with him. All right. Uh, early 2000s. Uh, arguably one that kind of changed the world. Includes the greatest heel of all time. Yeah. Well, I think yours is probably the best, like the number one. Yeah, this ever. is this might be this for me is the number one. I feel like any person who's a wrestling casual, mm-hmm. not even even like the layman might even know this one. It's a uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Right, and and sort of not sort of. <coughs> You go from the Bret Hart right into this because that mm-hmm. it came from that. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, without the screw job, people have Bret Hart to thank. Yeah. Apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> or whoever. God, whoever thought PWO putting over Bret Hart? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Who would have thought? The end does that not. The other three of us would be putting over Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> end does not. <laughs> the end does not. The end does not. 100% a shoot in my 100% shoot in my phone whenever Jeff calls it says Jeff Hart <laughs> but uh wouldn't want it any other way yeah uh kind of leading up to this McMahon had been on commentary uh but we all knew he owned the company and this was really when he kind of stepped out from behind the table and went into in ring kind of being a wrestling character, yeah, wrestler. That well, he was a and having been there. Yeah, let me remind everybody how old I am. But he was always the babyface announcer. Yeah, it was yeah. like him and like you had like Jesse Ventura or Bobby yeah. Heenan. He had to, they were the heel. Announcers. He was always you know do oh you know my god cheerleading for Hulk Hogan yeah. and he was the he was the babyface. Yeah. Yeah, this was a this freaking, was this was a heel turn. This buddy. was his turn. Well, the yeah. the 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 Brett screwed Brett interview was you know you know Vince is a lot of things you know what I mean, um, but he was doing it to like thinking he was going to get sympathy and it went the complete other way. Right. Um, and everybody looked at him and was like, "Well, fuck you! Like you're, you're a piece the of shit. Piece of shit you're the world. biggest piece of shit ever." And in hindsight, he got over and 
I mean, Vince is Vince, and it, it just it rocketed him. It skyrocketed him to yeah, a man. level that even he didn't know. You know, let's, was possible. This was let's turn not out forget. To. All right, this man has done a lot of horrible things in the world. He's done a lot of stupid things in the recent years. Dude's a genius. No, or he was. Or he's yeah, legitimately was. a heel. Like, he's yeah. legitimately no, a he, bad guy. No, you know? no, no. Yeah, but, he, like, he is. Yeah. everything. Some of the smartest decisions in wrestling. I mean, if he's not going to be over, no matter what, he put himself on TV as the guy who screwed Bret Hart. Yeah. You've made yourself the biggest heel in the business. You might as well keep it up. Right. Um, well, you have to. Yeah. And then you then his attempt was to screw Stone Cold Steve Austin, who at yeah. the time was the people's. I mean, he was yeah. over like nobody gets over. Following and and, and, and not and and not necess- not in the babyface way either. Antihero. No. Yeah, in like in a tweener antihero, like you know, F the establishment. Doing everything a heel does and yes. getting cheered for it. Yeah, you know. Yep. That show's crazy, man. Getting arrested multiple times right. during this. Yeah. Flipping middle fingers. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. That's awesome. This this is gonna lead into my next one is uh, I do uh the match that I kind of chose that encapsulated this was uh St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yes. Uh ninety nine, the steel cage. Uh, for Vince McMahon's uh, Royal Rumble victory. Right. <laughs> I forgot yeah, about never that. forget. I, I mean, I didn't forget about it, but I, I forgot about that. But uh, to just add a little bit more to Ben's, I mean, we got, uh, gosh, right after Owen broke, Owen Hart broke uh, Stone Cold's neck yeah. is when we got really the first big major interaction of uh, they're not going to let Austin wrestle. He's out there with the belt. Um, and so the way they wrote him off TV, he <coughs> stunned all the security guards and told uh, Vince McMahon, I appreciate that you guys care about my health. Stunned him, gave him the bird, arrested him. KMA. Uh, came back to TV in October. Right. Like, till he was healthy. What, what? Broken neck. All right, we're going to write you off. We're going to keep your heat, and we're going to keep you as, like, now you're, you're, now you're the man being put down. Right. Well, the quintessential moment well, of that was the... Was the gun to Vince's head? Yeah. Bang! And then he and Vince pissed yeah. his pants. That yeah. was no, that yeah. was the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Think you... of the, think of the climate where you can have a gun <laughs> on, we on all TV thought he was gonna murder his on boss. national television, thinking Vince McMahon's gonna get his fucking brains blown out. Well, and you know, uh, it, it's a toy prop gun what, that just says "bang." What I'd like—it's the fucking Wiley e. Coyote gun. What I'd like to point out is—it'll never be that way again, Jack. I'm telling you. Oh, what man. I'd like to point out, though, is not long before this, Brian Pillman was gonna legitimately murder Stone Cold on oh, live well, TV. Brian Pillman—he's got a gun. We Pillman's got it. Got Pillman's got a gun. We could do this all night, but but yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. God, Pillman, I love Brian. But Pillman. you, you were right. I, when you, when I saw that, when you were thinking of the, I mean, that's it. That's the that's one. The, yeah, that's the. when you think one. of a feud, yes. I think that is the uh, feud everybody goes. Well, because to. you know, and I'll, and I'll think everybody, because of the reason it was so huge is you could relate to Stone Cold. Uh-huh. Everybody could relate to a guy like him, regular guy. Sort everybody of hates their boss. And everybody hates their boss. asshole boss that's trying to keep you down. Yeah. There's like so many people could just yeah. love Brandon. You know, <laughs> could be locked right into it. And so, um, I love you too, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, I don't know you. AEW, baby. <laughs> but, I don't know if he watches, but... But, 
But uh, you know, because it was everybody could relate to it. Yeah. It was a it was yeah. a story's oldest time, and it it, it, it was it, told perfect. It, it, yeah, it was, he's the he's the everyday man, and that's why I think even fans not of WWE love him. Well, I, I just I would love it. It could happen today. Where he just walks up and just flips Vince the middle finger. I mean, I, and I I'll pop. pop. Yeah. I'll pop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he comes. He randomly comes out on a rep episode of Raw or SmackDown. I'll pop for. He he steps up onto that middle rope, gives everybody the fingers with his arms that he can't raise all the way. It yeah. it, it it's something to be said. It, it's just the when you were watching it in real time and Dwight, you can say <laughs> like you. You could really see, like, like you guys said, the owner of a company trying to screw this guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just going to screw you, and I don't care what happens. And if you don't like it, oh, well, because you're under contract to, contract to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and like yeah. you said, everybody could just relate to it. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and you had the, you had the corporation, and you had all that. It was, it was, that was, that was, that was awesome. This is a great lead-up ball into my pick, who is, of course, it's got to be Stone Cold versus The Rock. Nobody sells a stunner like The Rock. No, Unless you're Vince McMahon, you just fall down. <laughs> yeah, just but, uh, I mean, they fought over everything. This dates back to 97, right after Austin uh, came back and got back his belt from Owen following being arrested. You know, Rock came out and stole the belt. Nation of Domination stablemates. I mean, uh, this is before Rock was the guy. This is when he was Rocky. When I he mean, was still Rocky. Yeah. Right around the end of Die Rocky Die. Mm -hmm. um, and essentially, it just it became. What a time for Russell to be alive. You had two of the absolute best in the business right. on the rise at the same time. Yeah. More than that. Just with such more than that, great chemistry. They, they were the two, yeah, but there was a couple more well, players. And, and, and having been there for the Monday Night Wars, and I'll tell you what, I back then, those days. I was I had VHS, Ben. It's a thing. It's sort of like a DVR, but it's different. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I what I would do is I would watch. Wait, are VHS is those big bulky black tapes? Kinda. Yes. No. Okay. No. Oh, it was orange for uh, the Road Rash movie. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> no, that's Betamax. Yes. <laughs> anyway, but but I would what I would do is I would watch Nitro. And I would record raw because they were on the same time, so and then I'd, and then I'd watch it later, and and then after a while, it w I was starting to like record Nitro and watch Raw, and it was because of the Rock and Austin. I mean, yeah. it was it was no doubt it was those guys. They turned the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, it wasn't because Nitro NWO was the biggest thing in the world, and that was huge. Yeah. and that was that was the angle. Yes, and mm -hmm. the thing that changed that. Was Stone Cold Steve Austin against oh. McMahon, and then The Rock? That's what changed it. A hundred percent. And then, and then, again, watching the the wars as well. I mean, you got you got people taking. Well, I guess the wars is probably its own. And that 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 may be its own feud in general. What well, is? Um, but you know, you guys, you got people taking sides. Like as in taking sides for WCW, taking sides for WWE, taking sides for Rock. You know, I mean, uh, you know, taking sides for Stone Cold. You know what I mean? It just, it was just. It had a little bit of mixture of everything, and everybody could find their way with it. And whether you agree with one thing or another, it was it was open for everybody to, to enjoy. Yeah, um, for sure. Just to close on my thing, they gave us three incredible WrestleMania matches: really? WrestleMania 15, 17, and nineteen, uh, with also maybe the most shocking moment of all time: the beer truck. Not just the beer truck. Uh, that was that was mine. Uh, Stone Cold making a deal with the devil 
Siding with see, Vince uh, McMahon to beat yeah. The Rock I, I and we hold going, the championship. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking moments. I was thinking, okay, the beer truck, uh, throwing the belt off a bridge. Off a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it was. I mean, there was so yeah. many moments. Oh. I mean, but yeah, Too many to count. Yep. It just uh, we could I mean, go you look wrong. at Austin's kind of highlights of his career. They all circulate around those two guys. Yeah, I was about to say eighty to ninety percent of Hart. his moments. I'll give you that. <laughs> revolve around I those mean, two views. A little bit in the beginning, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the double turn. The double yeah. turn. Well, uh, do I take it away? We're going to go back old school, and, and Jeff and I are going to finish old school. The way I think Ironically enough, um, same pay-per-view for these yeah. matches, right? Um, but mine, which is just, when I remember back, and I, if somebody says, okay, we're the best matches ever, and I start, mat- this is one of them. I always list. you got to watch. Um Tully Blanchard versus Magnum TA, that feud, not just the I quit match, which was, was the, that was the end, that was the end of it, um, the but the whole buildup. And that, let me tell you, that is two driven, up and coming guys who are at absolutely <coughs> their peak or approaching their peak um, at the time on opposite ends. You had Magnum TA, who was the baby face of baby faces at the time. Would have been the next Hogan. Would, would have been the next. I mean, he was that. Well, they, he, he was everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, motorcycle accident, man. Yeah, it, no, it was no, a car, Porsche. Porsche. No, Porsche. Sorry, but regardless, he was. He had the look. He worked. He had. He could cut a promo. Well, he had it all. He, I mean, he had, I mean, he, the guy he, was. He I mean, women would scream. He'd take his shirt off. He's like Tom Selleck. He had that whole thing going on. <laughs> and and I mean, it was crazy. He was so over, man. You're right about that. And, and I mean, it was like you Selleck. know that was in the middle of the Rock and Roll Express and all that stuff. Do Magnum was over. And then you had Tully Blanchard, who was his polar opposite, who was sort of in real life. <laughs> The douche that you love to hate because he's good, he, really good athlete. There's real heat, and then there's heat as in like heat between promoters, heat between fans, right. heat between other wrestlers. I mean, outside the Four Horsemen, there was hard finding someone that liked Tully Blanchard. Right in the locker room, in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? Like his family, his family, his kids. Yes. Well, anyway, we'll get to that later. But um, no. Another but, Dallas kid, another Dallas guy. But you had, and, and if you listen to them talk, they said, you know, Tully Blanchard said, "I'm going to be the, the biggest heel in the history of, of wrestling." <coughs> Magnum T.A. said, "I'm going to be the biggest baby face in the history of wrestling." And they, and those two worked a program, and it was eight months of a program. It was over and over. And there's a, if you want to go on, you know, this is on network, but on YouTube, if you, if you, if you look at, it, I'm not encouraging you to use YouTube. I'm, you should pay for this. But regardless, there's a promo where Magnum's cutting a promo when Baby Doll comes out, who was, who was Tully's, bl- and he goes, yeah, "Let me show you what it's like to be a real from a, with a real man." And he grabs her and kisses her, which was a sexual assault, and I'm not condoning that. But it's Different all time. But it's kayfabe. But it's wrestling is fine. But then she turns around and just slaps Magnum TA, and then Tully comes out, and that is a brawl that looked real. Yeah. Those two were going at it on the ground, and Tully was trying to beat the crap out of them. Yeah. And I mean, it was amazing, and that built up to the to the to the I Quit match. And I saw an interview. They asked, "Whose idea was it?" And this is an I Quit cage match. He goes. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> Always putting over Dusty. Right, and so um, if you've seen that match, it's brutal. It's awesome. They beat the hell out of each other. Um, a great lineup from Tully Blanchard I heard once in a, in a shoot interview is he said, sit in the front row of one of my matches and tell me this is fake. <laughs> right, because you can hear them, and they were going yeah. for it. I mean, great match. Snug the crowd was just completely into it. Yeah. Um, I was into it. And then to finally have Magnum go over, 
So at the end of the match, Baby Doll, who was um, who was uh, Tully's valet at the time, eventually she turns and goes with Dusty Rhodes, but she tosses a chair in the ring, a wooden chair, wooden chair. a wooden folding chair. So what's that tell you? Right. Um, they cracked that wooden folding chair. First of all, and she had to be pretty strong because those things aren't light. No, to flick yeah. that over the yeah. cage into the yeah. ring, it hits. It splinters, and Magnum takes this shard of the leg and is running it into Telly's head. And we we to end the, we ain't talking about a twenty twenty wooden chair. We're talking about what. what what do you? How much do you think an eighty-five wooden chair feels like? Right. It broke into splinters, and he was going to stab him in the face with it. Oh, he did. Well, right. well, and then of course, <laughs> you'll tell. He said well, he never said I quit. He said he said you know yes 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 yes, which yeah. is an I quit. He said do you quit? Yes yes yes. I didn't say I quit. Whatever he would say that all the time. And they but that was the blow. Amazing match. And but the build up for it was what did it for me because I'm gonna tell you those guys spent the better part of a year. Doing that and building up to that match, and then for it to end as spectacularly it did, as it did, that's why it's one of my top feuds forever. And they had great matches besides that one together because they yeah. could. And but they that worked, was a blow off. And though. they worked a really fast pace too. Both those guys. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Especially slow. Yeah, it wasn't slow plotting. Uh, it wasn't well, you know Terry a, Funk against Jerry Briscoe. It was like yeah, well, these that, guys were going for it. Well. The, the, that's the thing about Tully that was different than the other heel, heels, because Arn worked slow, which is fine, because it, it worked for it worked for Arn. But Tully could really work. Well, not I'm not saying he could really work as other people couldn't, but he was a fast-paced heel. Like right. yes, yeah, yes, heel tactics, but not so much at a heel's pace. You know right. what I mean? He could go and he could work and he, he would move an and he'd get all oh, his yeah, shit in. Ex football player, yeah. yeah, he'd get all his shit in and do it at a at a at a nice pace, and it, it was different. And I think that's why him and Tully worked so well together. Yeah, they you know? could they could keep. It, up it, with it each wasn't other. just it wasn't just your like super athletic baby face and your like strong Brooding, man heel. Slow heel. Yeah, it wasn't that way. Who it's like you, you see Tully working with. I mean, with him when he was doing a program with Dusty Rhodes, it was different. You know, yes. Magnum was doing his program with Nikita Koloff. It was different. Yep. Those two together, it was it was yeah. it was money. And and to to wrap a big bow around it, my huge Tesla Blanchard mark. Mark, okay, hundred percent. I don't care. It audio tapes, <laughs> alleged. alleged racism. Alleged. I like Tesla. All the pooping. All that stuff. But let me just say that um, the fact that that's Tesla Tully Blanchard's daughter. But Magnum T.A. is her stepdad and yeah. raised her um, and helped to train her and all of that. Um, I tried to find information on how that happened. Apparently nobody's talking. <laughs> Tully Blanchard's quote was, you're going to have to ask them. <laughs> he doesn't, so, but um, just kind of a, that's sort of a bow to bring it to today yeah. from that. Oh, yeah. Please go watch that match if you haven't. Watch it in its entirety. It is it it's is incredible. Fantastic. It holds up. It does. Um, and last but not least, later on in the same card, uh, <laughs> a few and dear many, 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 many times after that, <laughs> two of the greatest um, promo men in the business, probably the two. Uh, greatest uh, all right, so this is a the only way to end this. This is a classic, um, Dwight. You know, I'm sure you're gonna help me out here a lot. Um, Flair bros, Dusty. Um, I hope you're a little bit daddy. Uh, you know, Dusty Rhodes, <coughs> that is. Your hand out. The Mac Your hand, hand is touching my hand. 260 pounds of blue-eyed soul, Daddy. Um, Came out so sweet. So what? 81 to 86? 
I mean, well, I mean, forever to forever. Forever, forever to forever, but really, you're talking about like 85, because 83 was when Flair beats Harley Race. And gets, yeah. And so, and Dusty had beaten Harley Race before that. Yes. And mm -hmm. so, sort of, we've gone from Harley Race to Dusty and yeah. Flair. And, 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 and to be honest, it, it's all, it's Dusty versus Flair, and it's also Dusty versus Flair and the Horseman, because I mean, that. that that's yeah. that's Rolling probably yeah. well, it was Dusty and Magnum, you know, it, oh, at yeah. the same time it's the horse as the horseman rose up. Yeah, I mean you got. J j I will get into it, but just a quick overview. I mean you got you got double turns, you got broken legs, you got broken arms, you got smoking Joe Fraser as ref as special guest referees. Oh, yeah. I mean oh, you got stolen valets. It's you, know, yeah. you, know, you, know. you got stolen valets. I mean you got everything you could want. Um, and we ain't talking polka dots, Daddy. And and uh, we got a we got a face turn from the Russians, you know. <laughs> well, they had to. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had to. Um, yeah, you get a face turn from the Ru you get a face turn from from Flair. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so okay, so um, I mean, I, I really don't know where to start. Um, you, know, uh, I, you put the that the I, the 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 eighty five. I was going. Bash, Great American mm. Bash, '87. That's that's when I. Yeah. That's yeah, when when uh, yeah. Dusty beat beat Flair during his thirty thirty title defenses in thirty days. <laughs> well, you got let's do because you got September 29th, nineteen eighty five at the Omni. Mm -hmm. um, you got a cage match. Uh, who was it? it? Was Flair? No, he was on the Russians, right? No. Oh jeez. Uh, yeah, Flair was. No, Dusty. What happened? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Flair. Uh, Flair uh, was fighting one of the Russians um, in a cage match, and they're fucking putting the boots to him. Um, so Dusty comes down and breaks it up, and Dusty and, and Flair obviously are... Um, well, actually, du Flair was face at this time, right? Did right, they turn him? it was before the four uh, 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 Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't. No, because the horseman came down. Remember, that's when he broke his leg. Okay, right. Mm. Okay, anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, they're in the cage match. Um, Dusty Rhodes comes down to help Flair, um, you know, and uh, he beats off the Russians, and Dusty's in there with Flair, and then the horsemen come down. Right. Um, and then they get inside the cage, and they lock the, the steel cage, and they lock the steel cage, and they're beating on Dusty, and Flair looks for a second, and, you know, everybody doesn't know what to do, and then Flair starts putting the damn boots to him. Right. So they lock the cage. The, 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 the faces can't get in. They jump. Flair, they hold him down. Flair jumps off the top rope and breaks Dusty's leg. And the roof goes off this place. And on Arne Anderson's podcast, um, he said that that he said he, he had been nothing like that. He said the fans were trying to get into the cage. He said the faces came and they were beating them back off the cage. He said it took them two hours just to get just to clear the place out so they could get out of the cage. Um, Arne said that if they didn't have uh, like he said there was like five or ten police officers. He said if they didn't have the five or ten police officers. He said Arne, and this is from Arne's podcast. He said he said he thought he was going to be killed that day. Oh yeah. He said because the people were rushing and you know, so you got that. Um, that Dusty wore that boot, one boot was like the, the the therapeutic boot or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. D Dusty's in the ro in the ring and they're holding it down and like I mean for what it's worth it. You, 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 he's you know when <coughs> something hurts so bad that you can't even scream. You know what I'm saying? Like it, he's selling it so well. Um, you know and all that and then all that goes into to Starcade '86. Um, no '85. I'm sorry. Um, '85 and then after that in '86 you got. You got the four horsemen breaking Dusty's arm. 
Um, God, you got that. Um, you got Smoke and Joe Fraser as as a referee in 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 uh, one of the matches. Stark eighty five, Dusty won. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dusty won. Um, but then they also had a. What was their other dust up, Dwight? Where? Oh no, that was at Fraser. Um, uh, Dusty got the cut over his eye. Remember? Yeah. He got the cut over his eye, and then he couldn't. He could. You know, he got disqualified. Well, he awarded the the match to Flair. Um, um, and Flair. Flair wanted a million dollar check. I don't know if you forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you had all kinds of stuff. Where, you know, Dusty Spin at the Midnight Riders. They had yeah, all um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was with Magnum. That was for that. But yeah, you know. I mean, to make a long story short, I mean, you you just had everything you could want. The people were behind, and Arn said this too, and uh, I, I and my grandmother, uh, rest in peace. And I just remember her being the biggest fucking Dusty. Ro- I mean, she loved Dusty Rhodes, and I guess who didn't? You know what I mean? But as in baby faces, Magnum was a baby face, but he was a baby face as in, I mean, not that Dusty couldn't kick ass, because he could, um, but Magnum was a tough guy baby face, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Dusty know, was resilient. <laughs> Dusty just... He was the everyman, you know? Y- yeah, yeah. he was just a common man. man and, Dusty and had the same similarities uh, that so uh, as Cole he, did. Yeah. People yeah. got behind him so bad, so much, and, and there's great fuse but i think at wrestling fuse this is definitely a top five just mm-hmm. on how it does and if you look at the damn numbers and been oh, on for years uh, and also years. you got you got dusty Rhodes uh cutting the hard times promo which which uh, again people need to don't understand that that cable tv and syndication you got him cutting the hard times promo and people some people not even hearing it three four five six years later because they didn't have it on their damn tv station and there wasn't the internet and there wasn't youtube and that's where <laughs> That's when he started tape trading. To the Im- impact of the Hard Times promo. People, uh, pop icons, reporters, have that memorized oh, yeah. right. to this day. Like I'm not talking like, oh yeah, they're going to recite. No, like they have imitated Dusty's voice. They have it memorized. Yeah. That- well, the hard well, Times promo well, Matt, top what you got promo a, for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the Hard if, Times if, promo. If, if I could mark out for a second, let me Do just it. tell mark you. Do it. Mark out. I, I have, because I, I, like I said, I used to VHS a lot of things, and every now and again I'll go back and watch some of them, and there's ones that I watch over and over. I've got one that was just a random... Um, you know, worldwide wrestling that came on at eleven o'clock at night. It was the, it was the basically it was it was clips from like the Charlotte shows, mm-hmm. like the the house shows, the uh, Omni and the and the Charlotte house, and there was a six man match with um, Arn Tully and Flair against. Magnum, Dusty, and Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez. Ooh, Raging Bull. And Ooh. I'm going to tell you, I, I can watch that match over and over again. And you watch him just sort of, and the, the, I mean, the match takes five minutes to even start because, you know, Flair comes in and then, you know, Dusty's got to go in and face off with Flair. And then Flair goes out when Tully comes in. Well, now Magnum wants to come in with Tully. It was so good. And and I watched, and it was just, as soon as soon as soon as that match started, boom, it just went 100 miles an hour. Here we go. And it was like. I mean, it was it was them all you, at the peak of their powers. It was awesome. You, you watch their matches, and again, no 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 flips or or tope suicinas, but you you watch their match. No suicide dives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch their <laughs> match, and you never watch a match from that era and think, man, this went about ten minutes too long. Right. You, well, you know what? You never think. Although that. I did see many a flare match and go, why are you going to the top rope? Why? Well, you, you know, this never yeah, works out. Yeah. Yeah. Never pulls yes, off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. No, don't yes. do it. Don't do it. But it, 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 it's just it's just absolutely great. I mean, Dusty Rhodes is great. Ric Flair is great. And you know what? Uh, um, when I was not doing research, but just going back watching some stuff on the network and watching stuff on YouTube that's not on the network. 
Um, when I watch Ric Flair, we always joke and say how Ric Flair, greatest wrestler of all time, but not so much as a wrestler. He's not, he's a good, his cardio was great and he can go all night long. But Dwight, when, when you really sit down and watch him and you watch what he does, you watch the bump he takes when he, when he, when he throw him to the outside, the, to the buckle, he flips over, he takes the buckle. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just watch him work, he's damn good. Oh, like, yeah. he's oh, yeah. damn good. Like just just his yes Mm -hmm. and his 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 like when he drops that knee on your leg when he just his stuff just looks so nothing looks fake nothing looks and I know that might be the period you know Mm -hmm. wrestling is more performing now than it is wrestling and it's fine Mm -hmm. but you watch Flair and he really isn't doing anything but he's doing everything. Well, let me just tell you, I remember being. 15 or 14 going, oh, my God, Ricky Morton is going to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. Yeah, and he should have, God damn it. You know, he, goes, <laughs> he went to a 45-minute draw with, with Rick Flo. Oh, my gosh, he almost beat him. You know, I remember saying, yeah. and then I look back at now and go, Ricky Morton was not ever going to win the world title, you know. But, I mean. He, but you could believe it. Right, but, hey, he's, right? A, he's your champion. No, not anymore. Oh, not anymore. Did they lose not that? anymore. Dwight, um, I'm dummy. Dwight, I didn't put it because I. I thought you were going to do um, Midnight's Midnight's first rock and roll. They probably should be on here. (laughs) Yeah, Midnight's. And, and if we could go, we could add a bunch, because, I mean, I would we back could to go. San Martino and, and yeah. Barry Zabisco. I yeah. mean, I, we could go back. Hogan, forever. Andre, man. Yeah. Funk. You know Dory what? Funk. Uh, just I quickly tell you. going through uh, the comments. Uh, Ryan with Matt and Jeff Hardy feud. Yeah, well, yeah I went Jeff Hardy, Dudley's, and, and Edge yeah. Christian is one of yeah. the uh, possibilities. We didn't even so. talk to Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah but that I think was just a, on the looking in for me personally. But, but, not, but that's not wrestling. That's no, that's two people violence. Legit trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, let's see how fast we can break each other's killing people. When I saw him power bomb him over the top rope to the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and that, uh, not flat what? back bump. No, on his neck. Right. Are you? Was he trying to do that? Yeah, you know, like, really trying to. Uh, yeah, he definitely was. DDP Macho Man in WCW. Uh. Kevin Nash versus his quads is Ryan's real feud. Undertaker versus Kane. Have you seen? Um, that? I saw somebody post that. I want to tell you that. We're also doing Vince Ministry. We're also doing a disservice. Ryan said Taker Kane. We're also doing a disservice by not having Steamboat on any of these either. Well, Steamboat Flair, but I mean that's a feud. But that's that's one of those things where those are just the best matches you will ever watch. Savage guys, we could go here for hours, and and you know what? Maybe. Maybe another night we're gonna have to. Savage. But we have we have done the one thing our friend Drew McNeely has asked for a while. We have almost gone about two hours here. PWO two hours on a Thursday night in February. But I gotta tell you, the the good news here is guys, I wanna ask you guys, please, I know we've plugged it a lot. Like like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us, not just here, but also on Apple Podcast, anywhere you can get podcasts. Leave a review, rate us. All right, mm-hmm. you guys. Within the month that we have been on uh, podcast, you guys have gotten us about five, uh, almost five hundred. I think it was four seventy something. Voice of God, do you remember? Yeah, it was four seventy eight. Four seventy eight. I just made oh, it. Was four eighty. I just made it up. Oh, there you round, go. Let's just round up. And two, it was actually 490. <laughs> Bump it. It was 500. <laughs> but you guys, you guys have made this 50, possible. $50,000. Yes. We've been at this since Cash. July of Earth. 2019. And you guys have made all of this possible for us. You guys bring the people to us. 
You let us be heard. Help us out. You guys keep doing it for yeah. us. I'm sorry yes. to keep asking you one more time. No, but I mean, listen. Like and subscribe. I also like to think, too, maybe at some point, um, maybe we can get topics and start taking phone calls. Yeah. You know, oh, that, yeah. That's, that, that's, that's, the, the thing. that's the plan. Maybe. Uh, that's the thing. We've um, had some backstage meetings, Matt and I. Uh, well, some, some parking lot discussions. <laughs> that's disgusting. You know, we're going to keep bringing more to you guys. But we just want to make sure you guys want it. Yes. We don't want to fill up your time if you guys don't want to hear us. We want to. We want to be here. We want to do this for you guys. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Dwight's just here for himself. Oh, legends, legends, got to put himself over. But legends never die. <laughs> help us, like, share, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, push them. All right. Yeah. We can't do this without you guys. Help us help you. Yes. Um, merch is coming. I'm just going to leave it at that. Merch is coming. So, and it's probably not going to be an off-brand Rey Mysterio mask, but it could be. <laughs> so, that's all I have. Yeah, Anyone, yeah. anything else to plug? Oh, that's nope. it. Go to Ring of Honor in Baltimore Whiskey this Tango Sunday. Takes. We'll be out. We're coming back. We're on hiatus. We'll be back in March. That's all I have. Go see Go. our uh, good friend of the show, Nick Aldis, this weekend. Friend of the show, Nick Aldis. Go see him in Baltimore. That's the national treasure, Nick Aldis. That's all I have tonight. Boys, it has been a pleasure, but I must bid you adieu. Goodbye. And good night. Bang.